so maybe I'll start the show at like five after. Actually, uh, but it works. <laughs> what is it, Charles? All right, what's up? Well, we're live. So, uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Plastic Fanatics, late on Aftercast. Uh, this is episode one hundred and fifty. One hundred and fifty episodes probably should be around the two hundred, but you know, I've taken a lot of Saturdays off. But, um, cool. We're here. Uh, Lots of uh, stuff we're going to be going over. We're going to be spoiling the crisis on Earth X. So if you haven't seen that crossover yet, um, you, know, you might not want to watch um, the first part of the show, at least. And then we'll be going over the Avengers uh, trailer also. And then uh, Blast of the Pass, which will be on Justice League Unlimited. I'll have a link in the description. And that is it. So um, get into some introductions. And if you got any um, stuff this week or the last couple of weeks since we haven't had, didn't have a show last week. So, Brian, how are you doing? And did you get anything? I'm doing very well. I'm on vacation. <gasps> so this is basically kicking it off. Um, I did uh, try to kick it off again by watching Justice League last night. But, you know... I wanted to, uh, there's so much talk about it in the other podcasts on the cool table that I was like, you know, I want to go rewatch it and catch up on these things that I missed. And, you know, I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I could have saved myself a couple hours sleep and the hell with it. You know, just watch it when it comes out regular. But anyway, I'm excited to be here tonight. Talk about some, some news, stuff like that. Get spoiled a bit. Yes. So I'm pretty excited since I don't watch the CW show. So it's more education for me. Oh, you're missing a lot, man. You're missing so yeah. much. <laughs> um, and I, <laughs> I did happen to get some good stuff. I had, it's, I had a very good week. Um, uh, someone in the, uh, in the realm community, uh, Ronan, I purchased a uh, wave two of the star Wars 40th anniversary from him way back in October. And uh, we were going to meet up. Um, and have him give it to me in person, but we weren't able to get together. So um, uh, he, uh, he finally got those shipped out to me. They showed up in perfect condition. And uh, so I'm done. I'm done with that rabbit hole that I just decided to go down. And uh, yeah, so that's one done there. And also, um, Fans Project was very nice to re-release their, um, their booby source. So I was able to pick those up from Agabus and also um, Agabus uh, on Black Friday had a sale on Masterpiece Lab Loud Metal which I originally was not really into but when I saw it in person at TFCon I was like uh, you know I do have some off the the wall like Diaclone stuff in Masterpiece scales to add that thing in there even if it's not Diaclone right but it's a it's a recolor of a and then something that I've been really, really happy that came in was the Diaclone reboot. The big power came in oh, from nice. AmiAmi. Um, thank you uh, for having credits in my PayPal account when that hit. So that was nice. And um, I also I went back and got this. They had one of these on sale. Well, I wouldn't say on sale, but for a discounted price because they said that it was opened but complete. But it's not opened, so uh, <laughs> lucky me. Um, cool. And uh, this is the uh, the old uh, 
what King King Dam or whatever it was. Uh, yeah. Die battles, pardon me. Um, and I and I had this originally, but I sold it um, because I was going to go with the alternate color, um, the moon base color ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turns out the alternate colors of like the big powered and some of the other ones, they're not gray. Like some are white, some are navy blue. So I thought that they were all going to be in line with a color scheme, and they're not. So I decided to go back with the original color scheme one, and I'll sell off the Moonbase stuff eventually. So, um, pretty, pretty excited, man. Um, these kinds of toys here, these are the ones that I really, really like. And, uh, so I'm excited that, uh, I'm getting my display stuff together and I'm really looking forward to putting those up. So I'm just looking forward to putting up something. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it won't be, I mean, I don't want to say too much longer because time is relative in, in, in the Brian Brink's mind's eye, but, uh, um, it will, it will be, uh, relatively cool. Soon. So I just want to see those totes yeah. on the wall, man. That's all I want. <laughs> exactly. Cool. And that's it for me. Yeah, it's good. Good haul this yeah, week. Yeah, that's an awesome haul. Pretty good stuff. All right, Charles, you're up next. How you doing? What'd you get? Uh, for my hauls, I got a new Venom shirt from Riddle, a uh, autograph uh, uh, calendar from next year of. Uh, Calendar, and then uh, well, I got only like because I missed playing the game. I went and really purchased. (laughs) Yeah, what you need? You need a a new router, man. Okay, so you got an autograph something. What was it again? One Mississippi, two Mississippi. What'd you get again? The autograph thing, Charles. Moonbase to Charles. Charles, are you there? Hello? <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> Hold it up. <laughs> That'd be easier. All right. We've lost Char- Charles. you're there. I know you're moving around, but you're not talking. What did you what what else did you get again? I heard something about an autographed something. Charles, well, we're going to come back to Charles. He's out in the field right now. <laughs> um, Clutch, how you doing? How you... Welcome to the hey, show. Hey, thank you. Uh, first time, long time. Uh, I'm Bricks on the Dollar. I'm the host of Stasis Lock and Building Up to It. You can check those shows out. They're pretty cool. They're on my YouTube channel. And uh, as far as hauls go, I've only been buying Gundam kits lately because that's what I'm into now. And so I got a 1100 high-grade Endless Waltz Sandrock, which I built the other day. And then this one came in today. Nice. I don't know what it is, so I'm going to open it. Oh, nice. I, I mean, I know other two that I ordered. This is Amazon U.S., from Japan, slow boat. So it, you order it; it's cheap, it's free shipping, and it gets here eventually. I'm okay with that. Okay, all right. So it goes with the other one. It's um, the 1100 high grade endless waltz heavy arms. Oh, the, yeah. oh nice. mean anything? 
I uh, I may have made a mistake getting the high grade because it's high grade, but you live and you learn. It's cool though. Yeah, that's it for me. Nice. Yeah, I love Gundam Wing. Remember that back on Toonami? I yeah, Dakota sent me a link, and I've been watching the series again, and it's 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 great. Yeah. Oh, it's actually yeah. a show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, oh man, Street Fighter, right. now Gundam. Jeez, grab me, Brian. I'm trying inside. Oh, no. It was late Brian, right? Uh, yeah. This was 95, this one. But, uh, Brian, okay. it's, it's, like, it's like Power Rangers. They just, like, they have all these different TV shows, and it's all the kind of the same concept, but it's they all look different, and um, it's yeah. it's like a bunch of different things. Yeah. Is it, uh, like, English or subtitles, or...? They have, both. yeah, both. I'm watching yeah. full-on dubbed version, the one that was on Cartoon Network back in the day. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah, Gundam oh, Wing, Gundam like, Wing, Waltz, all that. Is this like the, the, the Iron-Blooded Orphans thing? Is that the same thing? Yes, that's yes. the newest. Yep. Yep. All right. I love that series, man. Yeah, G Gundam, all that stuff. Gundam Seed. That started, I think, back in the day, part of the anime craze with Dragon Ball Z and all that, but that started the model kit craze. Yeah. At least I saw back in the mid-90s, late-90s. So, yep. Love it. All right. Trance, what did you get? Uh, No luck this week. Hopefully, maybe I'll be able to get something in another two weeks. All right, cool. What do you got your eye on? Um, Hot Toys? Prime <laughs> One Studio? <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. <laughs> Hell, I'd be lucky to get some from Gene Creations if they're good, but yeah. Uh, get my own. Uh, I'm, I'm watching to see if there's going to be any fluctuations between the price of one of the uh, <clears throat> third party Dinobots. Maybe a Grimlock. Hopefully, maybe I can catch another sale on like December 26th. Oh, Keep cool. my fingers crossed. Which uh, which Grimlock are you interested in? My mind tells me to go after the, even though the aesthetics are completely different. I've been seeing glowing reviews about this one. The uh, Planet X is Vulcan. Mm. Mm. Everybody I've seen reviews from seem to like that figure. Oh yeah, it is a good figure. G one colors or the tune. Or not tuned, but of the uh, game. You mean probably for that, that red version that they came out with? Oh, you mean they have bestest? Nah, I kind of like the original color version. The original color? Because yeah. I know they did a G1 color just recently. A little chrome, I think, on it or something. But cool. For real? Yeah. Huh. So no Severo. I thought you'd be going fans for it. I would, and I love their aesthetics, but it's just that. I've seen some of the reviews, and it's kind of pricey. It's higher, and some reviewer seems to have some problems with it. Mm. I think the whole thing is that, uh, kind of like Columbia, I think the whole thing is that they decided to go with ball joints on the on the legs instead of the regular ratchet joints. Yeah. Fans Project really doesn't know where to put ratchets when they need to put ratchets. So I don't know. Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Like, especially on that particular size figure, too. 
Yeah. And they like to cast their plastic into one side. They don't do a left and right, which is ridiculous, but hey, whatever. Um, that's cool, man. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Go to me. What I, I mentioned a lot of my stuff on ETR. I got what the Soldier Goken by Kanfu, which is nice. Um, uh, what else? Oh shoot, I can't remember now. Speaking of the Dinobots, I wanted to get that. I'm trying to look for a uh, Fans Toys grinder, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I want to get into the Masterpiece uh, Dinobots yet. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll see. Um, but I got uh, I got Soldier Goku by Kanfu. I got the Figure Arts Super Saiyan God Goku Super Saiyan Three Goku. I got Nappa. I got the Super uh, the Figure Arts Joker. Um, Batman animated. Batgirl. Uh, let's see what else. I got the um, Star Wars Black Series Execute Order 66. I got two of those box sets um, thanks to the sale at Entertainment Earth. I also got the um, Fans Hobbies G2 Optimus or Gunslinger or Gunfighter, whatever the hell he's called. Um, that was on sale. A lot, all the Fans Hobby stuff was on sale. Dude, so that was a good up. deal they put on that thing. Yeah, kind of ninety bucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, see, I got the TFC Toys Red Knight, uh, Storm Collectibles Noob Cybot, Power of the Prime Swoop Slug, uh, Dreadwind, and Jazz. Um, bought myself a TV, movies. I got the reformatted Coulter Asterisk Mode, one of the nice. TFCon exclusives. Got the Zio Gold Ranger from the Legacy line. And, oh, and then I also got a box right here. I'll open it. It's pretty cool. From the Realm of Collectors. Ooh. Shout out to Pinkerton. To Mr. Chris Pinkerton for sending this out really fast. So, um, let's see. Go. I got a hoodie. Ooh, look at that. Nice. Wait a minute. When did hoodies go on sale? What? I know. <laughs> didn't get a hoodie, man. You didn't. You just are out of luck. But zip up. That's that's. I'm part of that club. Had to get it. Zip life. <laughs> zip life. With the new logo. It's pretty <laughs> badass. If you missed out, I'm sorry. Oh, well. Um, but I know. But hey, oh. Got the new beanie also. So that's pretty badass. So I'm going to take off this. Got the new beanie. So that's pretty cool. Like it. I would have gotten the hat. I'm sorry. I, I like to wear my hats backwards, but it, since it's a Velcro snap, I look really kind of dumb <laughs> with it backwards. <laughs> but I would, I, you know, maybe later. But wow, this is different. I didn't think... um. I was going to get a shirt, too. Sweet. Oh, look at that. Nice. With the logo and everything. Yeah. But, man, you guys yeah. think I'm just bigger than big. Too extra large. Damn it. I still haven't. I mean, I after Thanksgiving, I still i am not going to be able to fit in it. But I'll, I'll try and work on Christmas. Get a little <laughs> bit more plump. <laughs> but that's oh. cool. No, I, I do appreciate that, man. That's, that's awesome. I like it. 
So yeah. Dude, we're gonna look like a NASCAR like pit crew when it's all said. Oh, dude, if we could get like you know an Agabus, you know like badge, you know, and all this other type of stuff to sponsorship, that would be hilarious. Yeah, because we'll have realm hats, hoodies, shirts. That'd be funny. But yeah, that's cool. All right. Uh, Okay, so let's uh, get into the. I lost Charles. Charles is gone. Uh, Was he ever really here? Not really. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a switch. Um, McDonald's is like, get out of here. <laughs> Go to Starbucks. They have the better internet. Um, all right, so let's get into some screen sharing. Again, uh, the Blast from the Past, Justice League Unlimited. I'll have the link in the description if you want to bypass all the TV show, movie, news, toys, news, all that kind of stuff. Go right to that. Um, toys. All about the toys. Uh, we do have one... Uh, Beast Wars item for you. I already bought it. Uh, <clears throat> did you buy three? Of uh, Red Dragon? Oh, no, no, no. We're not talking about that one. Yeah, no, I'm talking, the, you know, Dinobot. No, I only need one. I bought one Dinobot and one Red Dragon. Oh, cool. Which uh, Red Dragon? Perfect effect? No, no I'm going to get both. Uh, but I got the the fans hobby Red Dragon, oh. the $100 one, not the $200 one. Nice. Right, Sorry cool. to anyone who bought the two hundred dollar one. <laughs> uh, let's see here. You guys, hold on here. We'll get into screen sharing here in a second. I just signed a message. Jamie, you didn't buy the two hundred dollar one, did you? Uh, not yet. But hey, I've already started with all the permanent effects stuff, so why quit now? No, the, the fans hobby Red Dragon, the convention one was. Oh no, no, no! I didn't buy that. No, I'm yeah. waiting for the the permanent effect one. Oh, and I'll buy the I'll buy the fans hobby the the normal one. Yeah, that that's the one I got, the normal one. But uh, okay. I'm gonna buy both of those dragons. I I don't care. Yeah. So so Chris, how do you, how do you feel like you know as a as a Beast Wars guy? You're finally getting stuff, and now you're getting companies making two of the same character already. I'm okay with that. Okay, I'll take them both. <laughs> they're they're both really different. All right, because I mean, by the time I saw my uh, what my fourth hoist figure, I was like, oh god! I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I really do hope, but I don't think. Like for Beast Wars, like for the Masterpiece line, Takara Masterpiece line, I I don't know if we're going to get a Rat Trap because that Legends Rat Trap is pretty on point. The Rhinox, though, we need a new one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rhinox is... Yeah, he needs to be a little bigger. All right, so Would you, you can... Uh, welcome back, Charles. Thank you. Uh, cool. Um, you can see the thumbnail. Wow. That's like a lot it. of dudes. Okay, so you do see. Okay, so so Man, again, episode one fifty. That's from the yes. intro. Yep, I love the theme. It's a good theme. All right, yeah. so got to do my shout outs. Cool Table Network, like minded podcasters joining us into a collective group. Um, the uh, shows that are part of the Cool Table Network enter the realm. We have the ROC Hangout. We have Bigger Bang. We have Stasis Lock. We have uh, Building Up Two. Shattercast Uncut, Toy Detox, Nerd Rage Radio, Beers and Bolters 40K, uh, Information Creep, I'm assuming it's still going. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Um, uh, eight weeks, and I think that's it. So that's cool. 
A lot of shows. Yep, and there's building up to it. Every Friday, right? Every Friday. I've been scheduling for like 6 a.m. Eastern. We we record it on Tuesday nights. Holy crap, 6 a.m. Eastern. It's like it's like 3 my time. Well, it's not live, so you don't have to watch it live. I know. That would be hilarious if it was. <laughs> going live at 6 in the morning. No viewers <laughs> ever. It's like the morning show. Cool. True. All right, so... We have some product over at realmacollectors.com. Beanies, as you saw, I was wearing one. And a new hat, sporting the new logo. Go over there, check it out. We also have shot glasses still. And I think they're limited, but I think there's a small supply of the friends and family t-shirt. Also on the website, www.realmacollectors.com. And there's other things on the website also, besides product that you should be buying. There's the blogs. There is the photos that uh, for the J. Roo's pictorials that he does on Mondays, or most of the time he does on Mondays. I think it's being around Rob. I think, uh, what is it? Brink, are you uh, picking the pictures this week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I am>. Oops. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> oh, right. thank you for the reminder. Yeah. Right. I, I did notice that. Day, at least, at least I didn't forget. All right. Yep. Well, I did forget, but I'm not. I'm not tardy yet. <laughs> not admitting to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry. There's not a lot of people watching the show. So. Yeah, um, my turn. Uh, dude, well, I wonder. I wonder what I'm going to pick. Yep. I did notice since now you're doing it for this Monday. Guess who took a picture? Jay Roos. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking maybe he'll get his picked. That would be fun. You, you can't pick that, Brian. You can't pick his. Oh, okay. But you, you should. You, you, it's not right. All right. So um, real quickly, uh, I I don't know if it's new, but I saw it uh, just recently, a new Star Wars trailer. Um, thought it was interesting with um, seeing Luke finally in the, in the Millennium Falcon. I thought that was kind of a nice little, like, wow. Has been in there, and it's just this look, his surprise, just being in there. What if that's and the then, only face he has the whole movie long? <laughs> probably. <laughs> but also, we got to see um, Ray there with the lightsaber, and now it maybe makes sense, maybe doesn't make sense, where we saw the picture of Luke on the ground saying it's not going to go your way, or whatever he says, and maybe he's talking to Ray, Like... You can't balance between the two forces, or you're just not strong enough, or you're gonna lose an arm. That's my lightsaber. Give it back. (laughs) I don't know. Or I'm not your dad. (laughs) I was uh, watching uh, the Force Awakens uh, before the show, and you know I couldn't help but notice that you know she's been stranded on a sand planet for how many years, and she has such nice teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. And she's not crazy either. Uh, but now she wants to strain, you know, strain her on, but put herself on an island with Luke. Kind of odd. But I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It's, what did you say, Brian? 12 more days? 12 more days, I believe. Yes. So, yeah. I'm um, looking forward to it. Can't wait. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, I mean, Rogue One was good. I like the filler. Got the feels, too, with certain parts of the story and you know, what we saw. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting back into the 
main story arc and like, all right, let's see what the hell's going on. Yep. All right, moving into Avengers. We saw the trailer coming out May 4th. Did you guys see it? I have not. All right. I saw part of it, I think. You you haven't seen the show? Okay. Trent, have you seen it? Yes, sir. All right. Charles? <laughs> All right. Cool, man. That's awesome. I think, is he is he still? I can't tell. Is he still here? Or is he gone? Or he's, is he ignoring me? I think he's hanging out. Oh. I think he's still here. Yeah. That's, that's the, the prelude to dropping out, though. It's the prelude. So when the camera goes off? Oh. All right. So we're going to go piece by piece almost Eight. with the trailer here. It begins with this nice little shot of planet and such. James? James? Yes. Yes. Um, up there in the top answer. right corner. Right corner? Yeah, our top right corner. Are you... You're on air, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, oh. cool. Now, I was just wondering why I was saying off-air on my screen. Hmm. What? Am I off-air? It, it says live for no, me. It says live okay. for me. <laughs> it's like, what the okay. hell? <laughs> what are you doing to me? Huh. You're screwing okay, my mojo. My bad, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Dave, uh, what's that smoke behind you there? Is you have a fire going on? <laughs> my bad. I was wondering why I'm staying off air on my screen for some reason. I don't know. Uh, but you've been censored, Trance. Yeah. You're gonna hear a knock at your door here in a second. <laughs> Trance Five, you in there? Come out with your toys now. Uh-oh. Um, we got a nice little pic of Tony Stark here, not in the fetal position, but kind of worried, looking a little grim. Um, looks like uh, Bruce Banner here just fell through a building. Either he just got his ass kicked, or he fell from a long drop <laughs> somewhere. I don't know, but it looks pretty good. He's at least wearing pants, so that's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> Those are the first Avengers. We got Doctor Strange and uh, Wong here. Now, this is part of the whole. I think this is part of this scene right here. He crashes down on in their house. Oh, yeah, because you can see that broken up above him. Now, yeah. isn't now maybe I need to watch Doctor Strange again? But isn't Wong like? Isn't he like mad? Like bad? He's a bad dude now. Is that him? No, that's Mordo. No, Mordo. Right. Mordo. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you if you read the comic books for the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, Silver Surfer fifty. After the battle that Silver Surfer had with Thanos, he comes to Earth, and he need, he's going to warn everyone, and he crashes into Doctor Strange's house on Bleecker Street, and this is kind of, I guess, a little nod to that, probably, since Fox isn't going to give us. The Silver Surfer. And sorry, Russ, the Silver Surfer is needed. He's not some douchebag on a surfboard. Right? That's right. Um, <laughs> I guess they're going with the storyline with Wanda and Vision um, hooking up, becoming a couple. So that's um, not going to end too well if you've read the comic books either. <laughs> Especially if she has kids. 
because they're going to be a figment of her imagination and she's going to go crazy. There she is. Oh, look into my eyes, Vision. I will. Hey, look at my mind, Jim, girl. Dude, so, what? He's normal looking. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. He did a lot with makeup. You would think he could at least uh, cover up the jewel. But hey, maybe it's a chakra. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get to see Thor here. And Thor is going to be the first casualty, I think. Um, since if you've watched Thor Ragnarok, the end, one of the end scenes was of Thanos' ship approaching um, Thor's. And so we're going to see that. We get to see that the Hulkbuster is back. We get to see his arm right here with a goofy-looking uh, Bruce Banner <laughs> on Wakanda. That, that looks like Wakanda, yeah. Yeah, that's Wakanda. A lot of this is going to take place on Wakanda because of the fact that that's... I believe they... They might have it's not a rumor. It's not a rumor anymore, but the Soul Gem is in Wakanda. Ah. Hence, the battle is going to be there. Centered there. That explains Black Widow with her blonde hair. Going with the Yelena Boliva or whatever her name is, the second Black Widow kind of look. Marvel Studios, I went screen for screen almost. So that's where you get that. If you didn't know, this is Marvel Studios. <laughs> New York. Go. Here we go. Here's uh, Wong, Doctor Strange, uh, Bruce, and uh, Tony. Someone's guessing, coming to the door at Doctor Strange's house. I'm guessing the, uh, Bruce climbed out of that hole, and they gave him a Let's, jacket. They did. Give um, a jacket, and I think someone maybe ordered pizza. Yeah. Uh, they're, look, they're looking at the door. I'm just waiting for a particular scene. And then we get to see, finally, Peter Parker's got spider sense. His hair starts, his arm hair goes straight up. So, there you go. Oh, yeah. And he's like, ooh, I'm surprised. Ooh, look, my hair is straight up. Because there's a big-ass donut-like thing in the sky. Which is Thanos' ship, I believe. Which is pretty cool. So I like that. It looks good. I'm not trying to make fun of it, but I'm just making light heart of it. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It is really good. You got that nice, you know, music that you've come across all of the Marvel Universe movies and such. But um, some type of battle happened in the street, it looks like. And or they just maybe it's a planet eater. I don't know type of thing. Is Tony, Tony has, whipping off his glasses for a one-liner? I think he is. And so. And on his chest, like he doesn't have that in his chest anymore, right? So. No, he shouldn't. Um. That. I wonder if maybe that's like. I don't know. Maybe that'll morph into a suit or something. I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, he could have actually. That. The modular suit yeah. type of thing. Yeah. A lot of death is going to happen. Loki is going to betray them and give them, keep up the Tesseract. Or Tesseract. he could be betrayed the Tesseract and keep them from killing the rest of the Asgardians. Wow, you're seeing the positive light. I, I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt. Man, so you think he's turned a new leaf because of Ragnarok? Spare my brother and I'll give you the Tesseract. It's possible. I doubt it. Well, then, you know, <laughs> the god of mischief, Thanos, Josh Brown, coming out. 
Is that, so I've only seen Thanos with a helmet on, but is that how he looks without a helmet? Or, yeah. I'm just curious. Okay. Yeah. There was a cool scene after Infinity Gauntlet when he's like, okay, you bested me, Warlock. And then they go into, I think it was Infinity War. And Warlock went to get his advice or help. And he's like on a farm <laughs> and such. And he put his costume as like a scarecrow out in the field and uh, his armor. And then you see him looking like this. And then all of a sudden at the end of the, the comic, the last panel is the armor's gone off the scarecrow. It's pretty cool. But you get to see Spider-Man in his new suit, his iron suit. These are blurry pictures. I don't want to spoil too much. That's right. Um, you get to see that it lights up. Well, I, I didn't think that. All of a sudden, it just, just came on. He's going to need it. Yeah, he is. Um, he's going to need a lot of stuff. And here's this little scene that's going to be part of the beginning. You see Thor right there in the middle. Oh, I thought this was a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. He's going to rebuild <laughs> Thor into okay, Gelb. So first thing to do when you see Thor is count the eyes. So I still only see one, right? Yep. He still yep. has one and no hammer. And no hammer. Spoiler alert. <laughs> and then we get to find out that Thanos is not doing this alone. He actually has his own team, the Black Order. So if you've watched, and we're, we're going to go, or read, but if we're going to go through some of this later on, but this person right here, I believe, is Proxima Midnight, Midnight. I believe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She was introduced in New Avengers Volume 3, number 8, but she's in the movie. Also in the movie, I believe, is her husband, Corvus uh, Glaive. Yeah. Super Giant, I want to say, is in the movie. Ebony Maw and I know Black Dwarf is in there, but he's not called the Black Dwarf. He's called Cullen or Cull Obsidian. But we'll see those guys a little bit later here. But this scene was she was throwing her little spear at this silhouetted person who happened to catch the spear. And then all of a sudden we see T'Challa say, Get that man a shield, and we find out it's Steve Rogers with a beard. Wearing a stealth kind of He's got long hair now. He does. So that was pretty badass. I did like that whole get him a get him a shield. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then Scarlet Witch was amazed of seeing him. I think that was the reaction that we saw from that. And then here we get to see a confirmation Hulkbuster in action. Wakanda. Um I'm not really sure how it's going to play out with Thanos, but, you know, hey, I'm thinking he's taking on the Black Dwarf, or call Obsidian, who is the brother to um, Chorus Glaive. Against the Widow there, we got Doctor Strange again, using his magical powers. He still has the Eye of Agamotto. So we know that Thanos needs that as one of the gems. We have all these ships crashing down, and there's Wakanda, and then there's a huge... Almost Lord of the Rings type looking battle, three hundred <laughs> whatever you want to call it, of these alien creatures coming out with the Wakandans. You get to see Spider Man getting his ass handed to him by Thanos. I think he looks like a purple hand there, purple arm. 
We've stricken Tony. We get to see Vision, and I'm assuming Scarlet Witch in a battle with the Black Order. And bye bye, Mindstone. That don't look good. It doesn't. Not at all. So, and then we get to see Thanos putting the stones into the gauntlet, which I thought was pretty cool. We get to see Iron Man in his suit. He's got two gems. Unless we don't, I don't know. I don't see the one on the thumb, so. But only two gems out of the out of the six. There he is about to knock the shit out of Iron Man. He's a big dude. What? Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah. And we get to see someone got thawed out. So Winter Soldier's back. Get that man in arms. (laughs) 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 And then you get to see the team there, kind of. There's Winter Soldier, Captain America. I want to say that's... What do you think that is? Spider-Man? Or is that Iron Man? I don't think it's Iron Man. Could be Iron Man since Hulk armor. We know War Machine's there. Falcon's there. There's the little skirmish that they're having. Guns blazing on Falcon. There they are running. Money shot. Yep. And so, yeah, again, Falcon, War Machine, Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Captain America, Shieldless. Gal, I don't know because I haven't watched Black Panther. I don't know a lot about the Black Panther. Now, Captain America there in that suit, that is not his, um, what's it called? This, it's not stealth, right? The um, Yeah, it kind of looks like it. The one from Winter Soldier? Yeah, but he's got the red and white around his waist there. Yeah. It's more or less the captain kind of look yeah. back in the day, or became U.S. agent. That was a great name, U.S. agent. Um, the Hulk there, which I don't, I don't get. You need the this entire army. Just let the Hulk go. I mean, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> maybe so. One, there maybe. Is. What trends? I was going to say maybe somebody from the Black Order might be there. True. And then the last scene we get to see is Thor asking, "Were you guys still missing an eye?" And then we get to see Star Lord and his gang. We're the Guardians. Where do you get the mustache from? <laughs> and, uh, they, they forgot to take it out. Didn't CG it out uh, yet. No. No. Did you no, have a mustache in the second one? It he got it from Superman. He got it from Superman. Oh, that's a traveling mustache? Now you've definitely lost me. <laughs> Go from, <laughs> from studio to studio. Yeah. That would be cool. We see Groot is still uh he's like a teenager only. Yep. Yeah. We saw that in the second Guardians where he's kind of a mouthy little teenager. So here we go. It looks like Batista there or Drax looks like he wants a Batista bomb or like I could take him. Yeah. But there you go, Avengers. Part one, May two thousand eighteen, part two, May of twenty nineteen. You guys like the fact that we have to wait no a year. No. On top of 
they're going to have filler movies in between. So, I mean, because we are, we know there's an Ant-Man wasp. We also know that there's a Captain Marvel in between. How are they going to affect the storyline of what we're, what's going to transpire? What do you guys think? Well, I guess if they drag it out that way by expanding the story with um, movies in between, I guess it's fine. I mean, because this shit's going to be happening on Earth, right? Yeah. So, I mean, the Ant-Man story can't be, it can't be like, uh, it can't be all siloed out, right? They're going to know what's going on if it's going to be in that timeline. That Earth is under attack from a giant donut, right? So, Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, how can they do this with, I mean, it can't center around the same battle. Right. And it'd be like four movies long. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's, that's worse than the Hobbit. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's like, damn. But, uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it'd be great, but they're, they're stuck in this, you know, spot. It would have been cool if they released the first part in the beginning of the year and then the second part in the, and later in the year, you know, whether it's like February and then November, same year. You know, they filmed it all back to back almost. Pretty sure of it. Right. But who knows? All right. So, moving into the Black Order, if you don't know Thanos' little group here, it has changed. But as far as the movie is concerned, we're going to stick with the original four. Um, they had a cameo appearance in the New Avengers Volume 3, number eight, that came out in 2013. They're full on. Um, Appearance, though, was in Infinity Number 1. That also came out in 2013. So we have right here Ebony Maw. Doesn't really have a lot of powers, except he's a talker. He can manipulate yes, situations. Yes, he can literally use his intellect to talk people into doing things that he wants them to do. Yeah, he talked Thane into um, killing Thanos. That's Thanos' son um, and such, so. And then here is one of the characters that's going to be in the movie, the Black Dwarf, or they renamed him Cull Obsidian. The brother to uh, Chorus Glaive, which is this dude right here. He was introduced in a different book. He was actually introduced in Infinity, free comic book day version. So that came out in 2013. You can find that. Which I'm sure these are a lot of money, but it probably will potentially go up because of the movie. Here's his wife, Proxima Midnight. Why does everyone got to be well endowed? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. You know, Artist privilege. Blue, and considering the fact that she's blue, have they ever hinted around as to what race is she from? I mean, she's not a Cree. Cree? She, yeah. I'm thinking Cree. Yeah. I was wondering that too. Or an inhuman. Somehow, I don't know, the Black Bolt. Because I, I know Black Bolt was part of uh, the Black Order, I believe. Maybe not. Wait, Black Bolt? For real? I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was. Maybe wasn't not. him that? Here's... Wasn't that him on one of the covers you showed? Was it? Yeah, right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look at me. Well, was... I don't even know who Black Bolt is. <laughs> that, guy. <laughs> that guy with the, like, the fork thing coming out of his forehead, right? Yeah, a tuning fork. <laughs> 
you think anyone just goes around and just kind of like kind of flicks that just to see what happens? Give him a headache. I don't know. All right. Super giant here. Infinity one again. Doesn't fit her name. But um, these guys are like cold blooded killers, and such. Badasses, too. Yeah. They were like named the after like celestial concepts, right? Like yeah. Supergiant yeah. is a is a size of gas planet and and the other one, Black Dwarf, is a kind of star or something. Yep. Look at that. Let you dropping some knowledge. Hey, he's not yeah. a normal guy. He secretly knows what the hell's going on. He's just playing <laughs> the <number. laughs> I want to be known as a Lego guy, not anything else. Shh. You know, you know all this. You know all this crap, probably. I'm just waiting for that one scene. Just waiting for that right. one scene in the Avengers where they get a uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and Robert Downey Jr. together, and someone says, "No shit, Sherlock." They both played Sherlock. Yep. Um, is Jose in here yet? No, not yet. Nope. Son of a freaking. Zena, he's probably not going to show up now either. It's fine. I'm going to make fun of him. It's All right, so we're getting into C-dub stuff. Oh, we're not going to wait? All right. Oh, we can wait. No. So, how are you guys doing? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Making this high-grade kit right here. To get nice. your uh, Christmas shopping done. Um, all right, let's, let's go back to the movies. Are you on board to see any of these Star Wars Avengers? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing Star Wars. I'm not seeing an opening night. I'm not that crazy, but oh. I'll see an opening week. <laughs> Embrace the crazy. Embrace the crazy. I mean, I was out buying Lego on Thanksgiving. I embraced the crazy. All right. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so how many of those did you actually just pick up and basically give the finger to? 49. Damn. Also, okay, I know people who got over 200 of them. Oh, <laughs> slacker. What'd you get, Chris? The the big brick box that Walmart does every Thanksgiving. The big Lego box that's a really great deal. is 900 pieces for 20 bucks. I didn't even go out trying to find them. I just happened to be in a couple Walmarts on Thanksgiving after the sale had started, and I... I only went to two Walmarts and I found 49 of them total. Wow. Nice. Now, um, are they uh, like, do they have minifigures in them and stuff or is it just, just, no, it's a, it's a classic box. It's just bricks and I'm not even parting them out. I'm selling them sealed in my brick and mortar store for $30 each. And I've sold almost half of them. Nice man. Cool. Good deal. Cool. Cool. Uh, let's see. Um, we're getting into the DC stuff here. Um, I did watch Justice League. Shout out to Eric MBX for giving me a, a cam version of the movie so I didn't have to go and kind of see it, I guess. I probably will see it in the theater, but I give it a... Uh, I know my opinion counts, whatever, but uh, I give it a, uh, a 4.5. I gave BBS a 3. So it, it did a little better, but I had... Um, my issues with it. So. Damn DC. Yeah, damn you. Um, so, oh well. All right, C-Dub stuff. So there was a huge crossover. Um, 
cross uh, there was a crisis on Earth X, which is Earth fifty three, or the universe fifty three or whatever. But um, before that, um, it was a really good Arrow. They had their Thanksgiving um, episode. It was episode seven, I believe, where Ollie gets um, arrested, gets out on bail, but we get to see Thea coming out of her coma, which is pretty badass. Um, and he dons the suit again because uh, Dig is basically he was on the juice or he was on on some drugs for a little bit. Now it's kind of messed him up. And if he keeps doing what he's doing, he might become paralyzed and such. And blah blah blah, Crimea River type story. But uh, so all he's back in the suit, which is pretty cool. But the crisis on Earth X. I will admit this was a lot better than last year's crossover with the whole Dominators. Dominators, in my opinion, were just a setup to integrate into Supergirl because of the whole legion of superheroes that they're kind of going into right now. And and hey, James, I just want to let you know that uh, we uh, we have yeah. uh, Hurricane BX on the call. Ooh, we do. <laughs> awesome. What's up? What's up, guys? Sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. It's all right. I'll give you my PayPal account. Dude, we stalled. <laughs> we stalled just enough time. <laughs> cool, cool. All right. Here we go. So I thought this was a pretty cool nod, just the, this little comic book kind of blurb promo that they did. The whole fight, it all transpires. It starts off with the whole Barry and Iris wedding, and then it just kind of snowballs from there. But um, it starts off in Supergirl. And the nice thing, and I think, um, Jose, you said it, it, it flows more like a movie instead of individual shows. Yep. Which, you know, I saw that. It was really cool. Promo pick again. Everyone was in kind of like a, not an uproar, but like, why is Red Tornado on the bad guy side? <laughs> and in a way, he kind of was and kind of wasn't a bad guy. So we'll get into that here in a second. But it's based off of the, uh, loosely based off of the Justice League of America number 107-108 back in the day um, where the Freedom Fighters and such called upon the JSA and the JLA to help them out. Uncle Sam there. <laughs> Who won World War Two? <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. And Red Tornado actually had a pivotal position or, you know, part of the story arc. He was the one that kind of saved the day. Oh, face punch. Oh, yeah. Is he punching Hitler right there? Nice. Yep. Nice. Punching Hitler right there. And there's a lot of Easter eggs in this entire crossover. I'm not going to – I tried to write some of them down, but, man, there, there was just a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um. If you haven't been watching anything on the CW Seed, that's cool. I haven't either <laughs> that much. Uh, but the Ray here is on there, and along with Vixen. And the Ray here is Freedom Fighters, and the whole story arc is kind of what we saw in the whole crossover, which I thought was pretty cool. So you got to see all this type of stuff. You already knew about the Dark Arrow. We got to see Over Girl, Over Girl. Come on. Oh, it's weird. And you get to see Red Tornado there with the Ray and Condor and such on Earth X. Then it transfers already, over. They already released this? I believe so, didn't they? Oh, nice. 
I'm gonna have to check it out then. <clears throat> um, really great looking scenery for the um, for Earth X. You can see the red sky here. Um, poor Supergirl. Sailor, take warning. It works with the whole crisis motif, also. The red skies crisis. You know, they usually correlate. Yep. <clears throat> we got the three baddies. We got the dark arrow. We got over, uh, over girl. And then we also got reverse flash, which happens to be Earth One's Dawn from back in season one and all that type of stuff. And this time he decided to keep Harrison Wells' face. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah. It was a nice little nod. But it was cool to see him back in the picture and um, kind of mixing it up with the guys. We get to see Prometheus, but instead of it being Adrian Chase, it's Tommy Merlin from Earth X. I dug that twist. That was a pretty cool twist because everybody had the theory that uh, Tommy was going to wind up being Prometheus. Uh, you know, in last season of Arrow, you know, mm-hmm. so I kind of like how they they fulfilled kind of like the fan theory here. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. Um, killed himself instead of helping out. All he had this nice little emotional kind of dialogue with him. I kind of wished it would have been Roy Harper. Um, but I'm really hoping that Roy Harper will come back and he'll become the new Arrow. Um, is you know, Dig is okay. You know, Ollie, I don't think he's gonna do it, but you know, I thought that they were supposed to bring him back, but I don't know. There's over, Overgirl, which is essentially the same actress, Melissa Benoist, that plays the character. She's a little witchy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, she's she's a she's a super Nazi. I would expect her to be nice. <laughs> But I do like the fact that most um, psycho Kryptonians like to give themselves a title, just like Zod. She also has General before her name. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Nice little nod. Yep. They gave you the line uh, towards the end of the crossover, too. That was pretty good. Yep. When she says Neil before her or something? No. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll see trends. I, okay. I actually have that. I think if I'm on the same spot here, but... <laughs> Uh, there's the um, Dark Arrow again, which is Ollie. That looks cool. Here's here's Thawne. And I love the fact that Thawne came out with a wheelchair and saying, man, it still looks the same or something <laughs> like that. I'm like, he's such a dick <laughs> coming out there. That. Yeah. He was uh, telling Supergirl how he built the place. He was there for 15 years, and he hated every second of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious to see all that. And then they basically... The story, the point of the story is Overgirl's dying. She's, um, her cells absorb too much solar radiation. She needs a new heart. So they come here to get Supergirl's heart. Oh. And so Supergirl's underneath this red light um, that's going to make her more human. So Fawn here can cut her open, take the heart, and such. And that's pretty much what's going on. Yeah. And, um, Here's Thawne with Felicity. I like I like that part there. I like when he goes all red eyed and you get the 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 voice, you know, it's pretty cool. Yep. 
lot of nods to the first season with them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, the Dark Arrow, which is Ollie, Overgirl, are husband and wife. Which uh, took Supergirl and Arrow from Earth-1 a little bit by surprise, going, ew. Yeah. <laughs> Another villain that we got was Metallo. He came back, which is pretty badass. I like that. Yeah. Nice. Except his his end, his demise was kind of just like it was cool that they all teamed up, but it just was like, wow, he just went out like a I don't know. No, what was what was his name again? Metallo. Metallo. Superman oh, Batty Metallo. with the Kryptonite. Sorry. I didn't hear you. Yeah, I didn't hear you. <laughs> I know, I know him at least from the animated stuff. You better know him. We've done Blast the Pass on him. <laughs> there will be a quiz at the end of the show. Ah, shit. If you um, don't get 100%, you're off the show. Oh, no. 100. I only expect perfection here. Uh, Lance came back as a. Um, Military Nazi. Yeah. Um, it was vicious in a way. I didn't get the picture, but um, they infiltrated Earth X to get back to Earth One. So Oliver is posing as the Dark Arrow, the Fear. And he's like doing all this kind of stuff. And here comes the, um, the Bad Lance saying, okay, so Fear, we, we caught this rebel. And it happens to be their version of Felicity, and he's like, "Here's a gun. Would you like to shoot her yourself?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like it was like, "Whoa, man!" <laughs> he couldn't do it. He couldn't do nope. it. He was pretty ruthless. He even mentions to Sarah about you know he had a daughter like her, and it, and he pretty much implied that he killed her himself. You know. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um, we got Guardian. He was the first casualty in the beginning. And he kind of, in a way, took the place of Uncle Sam from the original comic book. You you see him kind of with the Captain America type of shield um, and such. Um, but he got his ass handed to him by the Dark Arrow. And then you get to see Supergirl in the beginning take on a Dominator, yeah. which was a hint to the Legion of Superheroes because the Dominators are there because Monel's there. And Monel and that ship. It's a safe bet that there's some other, you know, Legionnaires on there. Brainiac Five is supposed to show up here pretty soon. I wouldn't doubt Bouncing Boy, Lightning Lad, maybe, Ooh. maybe even the Karate yeah. Kid. Uh, but we'll see. That's going to be interesting because in the comics back in, yeah, I'm back not in, making this shit up. No. <laughs> back in the day, Brainiac Five and Supergirl had a relationship in the, yeah, in the old school yeah. comics. So mm-hmm. that that'll be interesting to see if they kind of bring in that that triangle now with uh, him, you know, her Monel and Brainiac Five. Well, Monel's married. I mean, the dude hopefully yeah. is not still got some for. Um, Wait, so the, uh, character ma- the character married another Daxamite chick? Uh, I don't think she's a Daxamite. He went into the future, oh, okay. and she was dying, and then finally he um, his balls dropped, so he finally told the truth to Kara, like, that's my wife. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. That's why you didn't want to get a little, uh, you know, too close to me. You married. 
Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. It was like seven. It was seven months passed for her, like, but it was seven years for him. So he kind of like moved on and stuff. Yeah, I think that's yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, but he never Who's forgot that? her. <laughs> Who's that in the blue dress? Uh, that's Kara. That's Kara. Damn, yeah, Supergirl. Oh, yeah. You don't need that ray vision. See what's going on. The glasses got it right. <laughs> the glasses got it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Couldn't tell that was. So I say you don't. You don't need X-ray Damn, vision going on there. On there. Yeah. I just noticed that. <laughs> What's up, girl? Man, I really wish you would have showed up at Emerald City Comic Con two years ago. But no, they canceled all the Supergirl appearance. People. Oh, Assholes. Hate them. No, just kidding. Uh, the reception here was funny because um, two things happened. Oliver wanted to marry Felicity again. Felicity shouted out, no, I will not marry you, which kind of dropped the bomb on everybody. Mm-hmm. And then um, two people got shit-faced, which was Sarah Lance <laughs> and um, Kara's sister, Alex, yeah, uh-huh. and had a one-night stand. Which that was great. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Now, um, the whole thing with Alex being so like distraught over, like, oh, my God, I'm not like that. I don't do one night stands, which is like, oh my god, really? You're putting that in here? This is a great writing. <laughs> now, is back? You know, is Kara's sister? She's super powered up. No, no. but she's like a government agent, so she knows how to fight. She's good with weapons. She's, she's a, a black widow. Gun. No, no, they didn't even give her that. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, she's like the Black Widow. Yeah, essentially. We'll go over some of the cast people who showed up and who didn't show up later on, but um, we're just going through all the little things. Here they are. They're going to get married. Good old Barry, Iris, and such. The minister happened to be the William Cat from Great American Hero. That was a nice little throwback. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. Believe it or not, yeah. Um, so that was cool. <laughs> Wish he would have like instruction manual, like, oh, I. Or he didn't have his like Bible, like, oh man, I'm gonna have to wing it. I don't have my manual. I can't do this. <laughs> Love that whole thing about the suit. So, getting into this gal, this gal showed up, and even my wife was like, "Is that Barry and Iris's kid?" Like, she looks and sounds just like them, you know, all this type of stuff. And yep. we don't know. Could this be Dawn Allen, mm-hmm. the daughter, one of the twins uh, from Iris and Barry from the future? Or and um, Dawn was introduced in Adventure Comics here, yeah, three seventy three in nineteen sixty eight. There's her brother Dawn. So we got Dawn Dawn. Um, <laughs> like seriously, it's weird. Um, or could it be XS or X, uh, which is the granddaughter of Barry and Iris, and or the daughter of Dawn. We don't know. This probably is more suited just for the fact of the whole Supergirl. Because that yeah. I think that episode was Supergirl where she showed up. So it makes sense. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's where she's going to be. And this was Legionnaires number zero, 1994. The whole zero hour story arc. Number zero. Um, I think I have that. <laughs> yeah, all the titles had zeros. It was. Um, yeah, I was. I was getting all of those at the time. Got to see Batgirl walk again. That was pretty cool. Yep. Good old Babs. 
Rory here doing his comedic stuff, which um, was pretty much on point. He sat on the bride's side. He sat right next to Captain Singh. <laughs> Singh looks over at him and says, do I know you? And he's like, I hate pigs. And then yeah, you see him yeah. fall asleep. You, you know, yeah, that, that was hilarious. Mick had a lot of, uh, you know, sometimes the comedy with him and his character is hit or miss with me on these mm-hmm. shows. But like in this crossover like it was great he had like a lot of great one-liners and a lot of great interactions with the other people of the cast because he used to be a a criminal on the flash so even like him and caitlin he was like hey didn't i kidnap you once and she was like yeah and i wouldn't try that again you know like it was hilarious you know yeah his interactions with caitlin i mean he's heat wave if you if you want to know his his code name but um he saw caitlin turn into killer frost and he's like whoa (laughs) like you whoa it's like how do you do that it's like when i'm scared or you know i get mad so he's like trying to like push her buttons a little bit (laughs) trying to get her to like (laughs) turn into killer frost and all that stuff but he does have a great interaction with a certain character we'll see a little bit later here yeah they crash the wedding the nazis i'll say so bastards can't catch a break um these two guys harrison wells from earth was it Two? Or two, I think it's worth two, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Cisco are like a married couple. They're just going at each other. Um, Cisco calling um, Harry what Squidward, or something like that. A little nod to SpongeBob and such. <laughs> um, this was a cool scene where they're flying in to wherever they're supposed to go to um, stop the bad guys, and you see Flash and Supergirl just racing there, and then they're waiting. And they're waiting. And then you finally see Ollie on his bike show up. He's like, and then he just says, you know, I'm not that fast. <laughs> or something to that nature. So that was funny. <laughs> She's just standing there with her hands on her hips. Is that her typical pose? Yep. You see a lot of that. Yep. Yeah. I, I find that cheesy. Like, she she does that a lot. Like, you don't really see that a lot in Arrow or Flash. But um, she tends to do that. It's that classic Superman pose. Like I feel like it's kind of cheesy in the the modern era, but they don't do it too long. You just kind of see it here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get to see um, the stare down, which was cool, and then it, the reveal of like who they are, the doppelgangers. And I forgot the um, they're at um, Dayton Optics, which is Stephen Dayton, who is part of the Doom Patrol. Not to say that the Doom Patrol's coming, so we're not going to probably see a Beast Boy, you know, or all that, but you never know. Who knows? It's a nice, nice little nod, though. Yeah, so. it is. Um, the nice little nod kind of to Batman, per se, maybe. I, I don't remember him having a kryptonite arrow, but um, Ollie here shooting Kara right in the <laughs> chest with the kryptonite arrow. And Supergirl <laughs> going, really? You have a kryptonite arrow? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a perfect homage to Batman. She's like, "Why do you have a kryptonite arrow?" He was like, "In case of evil, you ever showed up, you know." Showed up, <laughs> yeah. But Chris is like, "This <laughs> gotta be prepared. Gotta be prepared." We got a new character, the Ray, <laughs> who is gay. Which yeah, um, that even looks from like the head cosplay on the left. We got to see his powers. Um, his significant other. <laughs> is that man right there, Citizen Cold, Leonard Stark, Leo. or Leo, as he likes to be called on. <laughs> <laughs> on Earth X. Wait, he's Citizen Cold? 
Yeah, it's from Flashpoint. <laughs> Flashpoint Citizen Cold or Captain Cold from Flashpoint was a good guy. He was a hero. Oh. Yeah. So there's Captain Cold and there's Citizen Cold. Cold. Citizen yeah. Cold. Yeah. Captain Cold's Cold. dead and Citizen Cold here, but um him and Ray are an item. Ray is actually from Earth One. Somehow he got to Earth X. <laughs> he immigrated. <laughs> yep. But they get saved, they're in a concentration camp and such. And now we have this epic battle. Wynn is there. He's the general. You know him from Supergirl. He's kind of a hard ass. My son, um, I'll just admit, he was like, man, the Ray and Snart are kissing a lot. (laughs) When we were watching it, he was like, what are they doing? Like, oh, they're just, you know, just saying, you know, they're happy to see each other. Like, for that long? I mean, come on. It's like, what the hell? Um, Red Tornado here is the driving force of to destroying this time, this not time machine, but this um kind of boom tube, or I, I forgot what it was called that they had, but he was going to go in there and destroy it. And that's where they kind of get that bad guy type of characterization of the, of him. Yeah. And uh, the Ray and the Flash had to stop him so the team could get back to Earth-1 before Red Tornado here would destroy the machine. So that's essentially it. Yeah. It looks so much better there than in that first shot. Then season one. Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) And it would be great to see him, you know, in Supergirl. You know, you got you got Martian Manhunter, you you get Red Tornado, get some more of these characters, that'd be kind of cool. And to finally have like another crossover and you get like a full cast of JLA. Yep. That'd be badass. And I was hoping they would get Tyler Hawkman to, you know, come over and do it. You know, I'm hoping to do that for the next one. Yeah, but I agree with you. I'd love to see it, but I think it would take away from Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It would. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll go yeah, back. The to show, is, show is yeah. hers, so you know. Yeah. The whole thing with like Justice League, the movie, they're they're battling Steppenwolf, and it's like we can't do anything until we get Superman back. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. So he's back, and all that, but um. Here we're looking at Iris and Felicity. They were able to escape. Um, they were going a little diehard. Um, even Felicity, um, you know, said to Iris, "Like, you know how to get to the, you know, wherever." And it's like, "Yep." Say, like, "All right, lead the way, McLean." <laughs> um, that, was, that was a nice little nod <laughs> to the pipeline, I believe. Yeah. And then we got the rest of some of the characters from like DC Legends. We got the Atom finally showed up to help out. And we saw a new power of his. He can actually go bigger instead of smaller. So that was interesting. Mm. And here's the team doing a class photo. (laughs) So you got Steel. You got Killer Frost. You got White Canary. You got Supergirl. You got Green Arrow, Felicity, or Overwatch. I forgot her name. Azari. Okay, there you go. Uh, you got um, Amaya, Vixen, yeah, Vixen, Black Canary, Iris. You got Vigilante. You got Alex, Mister Terrific, Citizen Cold, Ray, Adam. You got Harrison Wells, Vibe, and then you got Heat Wave. So is this miss- Black Canary still White Canary's sister? No. Oh, okay. She's dead. She died. That dude with the star on his chest. He's like, I look ridiculous. 
<laughs> he's kind of a ridiculous character in a way. He's a, kind of a douchebag. Yeah. He looks like a douchebag. <laughs> he's turned into one. I mean, he was this like, oh, I want to join up, and you know, I got these powers now. I can help out. I can turn into steel. And um, he's in what an archaeologist historian, but yet now mm. he's just really bad comic relief. Yeah, like just I don't know. It's just like, can we just drop him off in a timeline and get done with him? <laughs> but we don't get to see uh, Martian Manhunter's not here, unfortunately. Um, Kid Flash. <laughs> He was he was in the episode, but he was um, in charge of getting Joe and Cecile out of town and keeping them safe. So he missed out on two crossovers now. So um, mm-hmm. sucks to be Wally. Yeah. I find it interesting too that you know you keep Iris, but you let Wally go, the one that got powers, and you keep the one without the powers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but she's she's feisty. The, yeah. the beginning of uh, Flash this season, where she's just like in charge, like no, we got to oh, do this, yeah. we got to do that. She, yeah, she's wow. the boss. She's bossing. She's just like, all over the place. This was a cool scene. I didn't get the picture, unfortunately. Of you get to see the Ice Man type of Killer Frost, where she's coming on in an ice sled. Yeah, and, uh, that was pretty cool. I see some reference here. They get on there, taking on uh, the DC Legends Wave Riders, taking on the Nazis Wave Rider. And this is another some reference. I don't know if there's a Star Trek reference. I know there's a Star Wars reference. Where Harrison's like, cut the chatter row too. <laughs> this is the scene where it, it's a nod to Superman 2 where Supergirl is saying to Overgirl, would you like to step outside? Yeah, that was pretty cool. So I like that. And then Overgirl went Nova all her cells broke down and she was going to explode. And then Kara's like, what do I do with her? Harrison had to, had to do the cheesy line, take her up, up and away. away. (laughs) That that was a little cheesy. Kara's falling down much like Superman returns, but then she gets caught by the man of steel and says, the man of steel catching the girl of steel or something like that. Wait, Superman um, showed up. No, it was Commander Steel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was it was okay. Nice little um battle between Flash and Reverse Flash. And the last scene here of the battle, the final battle. Flash could have he was gonna kill him. Reverse Flash is like, go ahead, do it. You know, you're not gonna do it though. Barry. <laughs> and then he lets him go. And then the last thing that Thawne says is you know, next time you see me, maybe I'll be someone else. Yeah, who knows who I'll look like. Yeah, I thought that might be kind of cool. So I, I like that he's back because he's like the quintessential like Flash villain, and I think he's he's always gonna have a role to play like that character. But I just you know, hopefully we just get more of the story of how he is still back, and it's not they just said eh, time travel. You know what I'm saying? Like it is what yeah. it is, time travel, but. Uh, he was killed last season on Legends, like pretty definitively. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So hopefully they kind of give you a better explanation than just saying he's another time remnant. You know. Yeah, it would be good. Um, another thing with Thawne, which was kind of interesting, where he's talking, the little scene where he's coming in on his motorized chair and talking to Supergirl, like, yeah, you know, 
built this place and all this other type of stuff. He did say, yeah, you're the girl of steel. You're Supergirl, huh? You know, I took on your cousin once. He thought it was yeah. pretty fast. So it was a nice little nod to a future crisis, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. So he's going to be around. But here is the tearjerker of the series. Yeah. Professor Stein. Um, we have already knew that the actor was going to no longer be playing the role of Stein. He, he was out of his contract. He was just fulfilling his obligation. He was going to be off the show. But we didn't know how. We kind of got the notion at first where they're trying to separate themselves with trying to find this like solution, you know, concoction that whether it was Palmer or it was Cisco trying to make so they don't have to fuse and Jax could just be Firestorm on his own instead of having to merge with Stein. But turns out that Stein here gets shot on Earth X trying to help out the legends and the team and everything else. And um, Jack saves him by merging into having them merge into Firestorm. But he's dying and he's killing Jax at the same time. And he decides, you know what, I'll take that serum that we got from Cisco and I will no longer be connected to you. And then incense that kills him. So yeah. Stein dies. And yeah. it's interesting. I was like, wow, they actually did that. I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, the the reactions on Twitter were crazy. A lot of fans upset because they just really wanted him. They're like, why do you have to do that? Why couldn't he just retire with his family? <laughs> I know, yeah. And that was just horrible. And in like yeah. in the comic books, it's usually the other person who dies, like Ronnie dies, which we even saw in Flash, yeah. you know, all that. It's usually Stein being the elemental. He just he pairs up with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but nope. And Jax goes and tells the family, and then they have you know, funeral, all that. So, yeah, it was a touchy moment. It was like, wow. Yeah. But then to bring it back to a nice little <laughs> comedic aspect here, um, Citizen Cold decides to stay on Earth-1 and not go back with Ray to Earth-X. As a little powwow with uh, Rory here, Heatwave, while he's drinking his beers and tells him, you don't need to drain your, you know, drown your sorrows in alcohol. And Rory's thing is like, the ghost is back. <laughs> and if you remember watching DC Legends Season 2, he was kind of hallucinating that Snart was there. And then you see him at the end here, Snart telling him, let it out, man. Just let it all out as Rory's crying. <laughs> so, it's interesting. And then more sappy stuff. We'll get to the news here. This is, this is it. Um, Iris and Barry finally get married. Felicity decides, you know what, I'll, I'll, I want to get married also. So they have a dual wedding, not married to Barry, but to Oliver. And they bring in Diggle to do it, which was funny. And Diggle had to puke, like always, when <laughs> Barry went to go get him. <laughs> Such. So, yep. Um, so some nods that they did in the show. Um, there was a scene where they're in the pipeline where Harry's bouncing a ball. That was a nod to Steve McQueen's Great Escape, which was really cool. Um, there was nods to Die Hard, Terminator, Top Gun, uh, Superman Returns, Superman 2, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. It, it's worth watching, definitely, uh, as far as just a crossover is concerned, just to see all the characters. You won't be disappointed. Is it cheesy at times? Sure, it's a C-dub show, but I think they did a good job. 
yeah um, with everything i'm hoping they do like a re-edit and take out like all the kind of like the bumpers from you know each show take out the credits and stuff and just kind of edit it as one big like two hour and 40 minute like movie that'd be cool yeah that would be cool all right now we're getting to the toy news here we go we have uh, some uh, hasbro star wars black series news courtesy of yakbase.com we have the SKUs or upcs if you want to use brick seeker to find them at your local Walmart or Target. So we have um, Hercules, which is Han Solo. The Vesta Guard, which is a um, some type of rebel trooper. I don't remember. It's a ranged trooper, excuse me. And then the uh, Vesta trooper is a stormtrooper, so you know who they are. So if you want, punch those numbers in when they're coming out, and then you should be able to find them. Pretty cool. Target exclusive. We have the Luke Skywalker Jedi Master with um, dirt, essentially a rock or something he comes with. There you go. Not too bad, I guess. You know that, the picture looks nice, but... <laughs> the pic looks nice, but the product... Mm. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you never know, right? <laughs> you want something like this, hit up Crashbox. I'm sure for a... I'm sure he... he I'm sure Chris would build you the whole damn island. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely. Yeah, this is this is kind of just milk in this mold. Yeah. Um, they did the same thing for a Toys R Us exclusive with Ray also. Uh, this is the counterpart, I guess, to it. But I don't know. You can order this right now at Target.com. I think it's like 30 bucks. I tell you, they picked a great scene to sell this toy, man. And he's taking his hood off at the end of Force Awakens. It's good shit. Yeah. yeah. See, I just want to know yeah, how see, so there it all is, nice right, James? So, so you're showing us this picture. If you go back it to is. the picture on the box, you're like, yeah. is that from the movie? Is that why it looks so good? Or what's the deal? <laughs> I know, like this pic right here is like, damn, that's some nice shading and yeah. some nice detail. It's got, yeah, it's got good wash <laughs> to it. And then there he's just great. <laughs> This looks like my kid colored it with some magic markers and like, yeah, his his beard's supposed to be gray, right, Dad? Okay. He, he needs some just he needs some just for men in there. <laughs> yes, you know. Oh, but it's cool, I guess. Um, you got the little peg here for Ray. Um, this is really good news for me. Um, I wasn't really on board with the Solichagokin. Pacific Rim, uh, Gypsy Danger, because I didn't know if they're going to continue the line. Uh, but now um, they are. They're going to be releasing, or it's under construction, they say, but they're going to be releasing a Cherno Alpha and a Striker Eureka. So that's pretty cool. Nice. Now I just need a Crimson Typhoon, and I am all set. Those will be my like masterpiece versions of those um, Jaegers, and then They'll fit perfectly now with the NECA quarter-scale uh, knife head because that will be a little bit bigger than these guys. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming these are around the 12-inch scale, and that one's like around 15 inches. So I think it'll scale nicely. Oh, yeah. But that knife head does not scale well with the other Jaegers, part of the NECA quarter-scale. They're too small. So it'll fit perfectly with these guys. But looking forward to that. Moving into some Dragon Ball news. This is SH Figure Arts Dragon Ball line. We knew about the Master Roshi and the Kid Goku. There's the Shinron, but we're getting a Bulma. 
Pretty cool. Nice. Looks good. Yeah, I'm just girl for a little bit. <laughs> so what's her story? She looks sassy. She is sassy. Sell that. She a lot better than Chi-Chi. Say that much. <laughs> as far as I can. <laughs> um, she's just on. She's a super damn smart inventor. And I mean, her family owns Capsule Corp. They're the richest people in the world. And she's going after the Dragon Balls. Meets up with Goku and they have a little adventure and such. I mean, that's how it kind of starts off in a way. I'm Master Roshi here now. One thing about the Dragon Ball SH figure arts, they're a little bit larger scale than your Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super figures. That could be a good thing, could be a bad thing. But looks like he comes with a Dragon Ball there. Mm-hmm. Getting a boo, which was pretty cool. Um, I like that it has to take three stands to keep him up. <laughs> so he's gonna be a big boy. I like it. What's, and, so um, who is why? Yes. What is this? I mean, oh God! Don't do it. Ryan, don't worry he's got it. a sheet tied around his neck. Why do you do this? Okay, so real quick, Boo is is a just a really nasty character. And one of the Kais back in the day decided to be absorbed to try and um, tame his anger, his rage, and made him into this silly type of fat boo, as we see him. And then he gets trapped within this seed-type pod by his master at the time, which was um, Bibbidi. His son, Bobbidi. Yeah, I know. Seriously? This is is real. This is Akira Toriyama's little dream. (laughs) Um, decides to awaken him by he needs super strong fighters in their fighting spear or whatever to drain and pump into this so he can awaken Boo. So Bobbity, that was his mission during the whole mod, the Bobbity series, the Bo- and the, into the Majin Boo series. Henceforth, the M on his belt buckle and such. The only one that was able to tame Boo here was Hercules or Mister Satan. Which is kind of interesting. Mr. Um, yep, that's what he, he said. That's what I said. See, because it's funny. I mean, do do you Dragon Ball fans, do you – I mean, you talk – you're being, being very candid now, but usually, you know, in the past year, right, when I get the Dragon Ball figure news, Super Saiyan this, blah, 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 Goku's awesome, the other guy's pretty cool. But then when I start asking questions, I get bippity-boppity-boo – uh, yeah. Satan, something. I got a dude with a purple sheet tied around his neck wearing a diaper. Like, Come on, man. It's just some wild shit, man. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. I, we're doing, we're going to be doing a Dragon Ball show. Feel, bro. We're doing a Dragon Ball show. When's that's the blast in the past, man, for Dragon Ball? We yeah, need it now. It's coming. Um, this is what got me really into anime back in, you know, mid 90s. But, um, yeah, well, that's for another story. But yeah, there's Dude, this, a lot of this guy looks like he came out of a genie bottle or something. It's he's got like a, a weird vest on. Yeah, that's what they do. All right, it's all good. Um, Majin Vegeta, I'm looking forward to that. I I want that just that mold as far as the body mold because I like the fact that he doesn't have a Saiyan armor on. We have a Super Saiyan Gotenks there. 
which is the uh, fusion between Trunks and Goten. And then obviously we got the Super Saiyan 3 Goku, which is already out. And there's Boo again. Or the pink fat guy with a diaper and a <laughs> blanket wrapped around his neck with some yellow gloves and yellow booties. It's like Should Linus from Peanuts. He's like having Thank a dream you. about himself. Thank you for destroying my dreams. <laughs> I'm going to go back in the closet. <laughs> I hate Dragon Ball. I don't know what that is. You're really playing with him. Um, we got there's Gotenks. This is interesting. I didn't even think that this is all from the Tokyo um, Comic Con, just to let you know. Uh, this is Sun Goku coming out next year. This is their um, saying, saying that was raised on Earth or something. I don't know what it was called, but we're getting a normal Goku with his kanji symbols on his chest and on his back. Really hoping that we're going to see on his chest, which we see right here is the um, Master Roshi's sign. And then on the back, I think, is um, what is it? King Kai's. I would high hope we have that, but who knows? But if you missed out on the San Diego Comic Con version back in the day, which goes for a couple of hundred bucks, maybe less, maybe 150, I don't know. Uh, now you have a chance to get it with the new body style. So this is nice. Yeah. Nice. Is is that like basically? Didn't they release that before? So it's just basically you're getting the a little bit of the extra paint, the symbols and stuff. Is the mold the same? No, this is the new mold. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Based off of the Comic Con version that had the symbols and stuff. Yeah, this is off of the new mold. So it's really right. cool that they're doing that. Nice. I do have some issues with this new mold as far as like in the fire region. No. But other than that, though, yeah, it's it's good. It's a nice update. Um, we also are getting a Frieza, so if you don't want to track down a really expensive figure, don't worry. This is coming out next year. It's not going to be the exact same release because this is the one from Super that he's dead. But he does come with some really cool accessory pieces. And I think he's a tad bit bigger. I want to say, but I could be wrong. That looks cool. I like that shot right there. Yeah. He does come with a halo, I believe. Slice tail. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Slice tail. Nice. Ultraman, for any of you fans out there, is getting an anime in 2019. It's an animated movie. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, for Hot Toys, Matrix. So... Oh, cool. shit. <laughs> nice. Neo. Wow, man. That's pretty crazy. It'd be cool if he did come with the duffel bag with all those weapons. <laughs> yeah. Then I'd give that to the Punisher. <laughs> like, sorry, Neo. I'm stripping <laughs> you down. I'm giving all that stuff to the Punisher. <laughs> we have Agent Smith. Nah, that looks like a generic agent. Is that yeah, Smith? It does. The, the, yeah. It's supposed to be Smith, yeah. Well, they're all that, looks, that looks more like him, but yeah, that other the other picture kind of looked a little Yeah, from that angle it looks a little more generic, but yeah. 
Yeah, that's Smith. And then Justice League, Superman. Hey. Kind of weird when he comes back. They're all calling him by his first name, and the cops are there, and like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mark? Yeah. 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 Mark? I do say <laughs> Okay. That's interesting. Exactly. Like, and then. He just yeah. max. He just comes back to life, and hey, by the way, uh, Superman's back to life, and Clark's back, and oh my goodness, yeah. back to work. And they were calling him Clark in front of the cops and stuff, and yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah I, I like that. how I found this was the big gun. Yeah, <laughs> I like how the, I like how when he came back, he actually developed a sense of humor. Now, I wonder who had anything to do with that. Yeah, well, that's just that's Joe's all the way. But I think maybe even Snyder said he was working towards that too for for him to be bright, br- brighter character, the Superman that we knew uh, once he came back, the Boy Scout, more so yeah. and all that. But here's the thing: I kind of want it now. I know that there's a whole bunch of theories and whatnot, but I'm just thinking: okay, so BVS Flash comes back to tell Bruce Lois is the key. I'm too early, aren't I? Now, Lois was the key in Justice League. Now, did they, was he already dead? Did they know that? And it would have been cool if they could have tied those two together and showed that in Justice League. Him going back. Yes. I don't know. Maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just supposed to be randomly placed in BBS for that whole... Martha, why do you think Martha's his mother? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was re-watching BBS two nights ago, and... Um, in that nightmare scene, when yes. uh, right before Superman kills Batman, he goes, uh, "She was my world, and you took her away from me." So, I'm trying to figure out: is is was there another action that Batman took that uh, prompted the, the, you know, the coming flash. dark side and all that shit? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, I think that the Flash appearing to Bruce was referring. To, to maybe that incident, maybe, you know, keeping Lois alive, she's the key, you know, but yeah. I don't think what we saw in Justice League followed up on that. It kind of does tie it because it's like, hey, f- you know, Lois is the key and she was the key in this film, um, yep. but I don't think it was correlating to the same thing. Like, I think um, in BVS, it was because of that vision, you know, Lois dying, kind of like that injustice kind of like storyline mm-hmm. um, they were kind of hinting at, and um, and that's what makes Superman go bad. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was good. Um, but the other thing, I, I don't want to, I mean, we're looking at toys, but we're talking about the way, but um, um, it was interesting that this whole mother box thing, there's three of them. And then they had their little Lord of the Rings type fighting back in the day, which was cool to see Zeus and Ares and the, you know, the Atlanteans and the uh, Amazonians, all that type of stuff fighting with man. But mm-hmm. it's just, Funny how it relates to like the mother boxes were dormant after that, and then they became alive when the Kryptonian died. How did they know there was a Kryptonian on Earth to yeah. begin with? That or any of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, oh, the Kryptonian's dead. We can now invade. I was like, how do you know that? Like, what's going on yeah. here? I mean, exactly. And and then like uh, like Cyborg said that the box activated the night Superman died. Like, what what's the correlation there? Like, yeah. You know, so I think we were probably supposed to get a lot more story, and it probably wound up on the cutting room floor. Yeah, like I was really expecting to hear something about you know maybe uh, the Kryptonians had like a war with Apocalypse or something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, could be possible. But the I don't know. I mean, the the Kryptonians they were pretty advanced people, but yeah, they're they, they ain't nothing when they're on their planet, you know. So that's true. And I don't think Apocalypse has got a yellow sun. <laughs> and such. It's that's one of the things why I gave it such a low score. There's a lot of holes in like what? Mm. And then okay, you didn't do anything. The comedic stuff was okay. Some of it was just over the top cheesy. Um I did enjoy Aquaman more than I thought I would. Yeah. Him sitting on the lasso was hilarious when yeah. he just started going like really open Dr. Phil type. Like, you know, man, I'm, maybe I'm just really scared. I don't want to die. I'm young, you know, and you're really hot. And you're just <laughs> like, you know, like pointing at like you're on the lasso. Like, <laughs> yeah. The, the worst yuck of the movie, though, I felt was when, you know, because the, the battle with Superman, though, that was pretty cool. You know, he did the whole callback to BBS. Do you bleed? You know, tosses Batman, you know, he flies away with Lois, and then Batman's like, yep, something's definitely bleeding. You know, that was like, oh, man. Like, everybody laughed, and, like, I get it. It's like the ha-ha, but I was like, man, I don't think you needed to do that with him. No. Yeah, yeah, it's just... I still hate the Batman. Ben Affleck, as far as the look, costume-wise, is fine, but I don't like the personality of how they... Are depicting him. Mm-hmm. All that experience, even if it's the older mm-hmm. one, I get that. But all that experience that he's had, um, I'm sorry, he's worthless. Uh, he took on all these rogues, and yet he still has to pick up a gun to take out the parademons. And he's doing all this other types. Of, he's got a grapple gun, but he didn't get prepared with anything as far as gadgetry type of stuff, mm-hmm. batterings, more mm-hmm. stuff. I want to see the the badass. Um, Batman, even if he had to build a freaking mech suit, that's something. Yeah, um, yeah. He's smarter than what they're depicting him as an emotional character, which I don't, I don't, I don't like. Um, but no, hate me for what I say. I don't care. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, here's Cyborg. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was kind of like a controversial thing. Some people were making a big deal about that, but isn't that like one of the things he said, like a callback to the Teen Titans cartoon that they had on Cartoon Network? Oh, yeah, that like was... A, yeah, he said a lot. That Teen Titans go? Oh, yeah, gosh. so I kind of I kind of took it like to that. Like, it was kind of like a homage to that, you know? Yeah. Um, the one thing about the movie is it's, you know, I enjoyed Je- Justice League War, the animated series. Yeah, movie. Um, and you get the baddie dark side instead of you know, simple. But uh, here's the Batmobile, Hot Toys. Nice. Um, yeah, I'd love that. But it ain't happening. Thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's just thousand bucks. Jesus, looks cool. <clears throat> uh, moving into Marvel Hot Toys, we got Loki here. Those daggers. That's fine. Valkyrie. Mm, yeah. Nice. Uh, Star Wars. C-3PO, R2. C-3PO with red arm. Barely recognized him. Bloodstained. <laughs> wow, man, that didn't hit? Oh, come on. <laughs> nah, Brian, it's, it's, it's too far gone now for that joke. 
Oh, my, I was about to say my beer's not working. <laughs> <laughs> we got Poe in his um, flight suit. Paint him blue, and you got yourself Apocalypse. I'll give him a skull cap, too. But there you go. Poe. Luke. Luke. Didn't really recognize him without the hood. Yeah. Looks like uh, Hot Toys got, <laughs> did the job that Hasbro didn't and got you know the wash and the beard and the hair and looks really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does God, look aren't good. you just so anxious? We're going to see some fucking Luke. Like, we didn't get it in the last movie. We're going to yeah. see some Luke action. No. But what if he dies? Oh, that would suck. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, we're like, yes, we're going to see Luke. And like, oh, man. <laughs> what if he's the villain? Is anybody how, still... <laughs> how would you feel about anybody, that? <laughs> yeah. Is anybody still questioning if he's the last Jedi? Because, um, again, he's watching Force Awakens just before this show, mm-hmm. it actually says it in the opening crawl. Luke yeah. has vanished. He's the last Jedi. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, there it is right there. I think they did say that. I read something on Twitter or something like he came out and said it. And that's the and that's what they pointed to in the crawl of the Force Awakens. It says yeah. Luke Skywalker, the last Jedi. Yeah, yeah, well, he could have some Padawans, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not technically. Uh, he probably did. I think this Cargo probably killed them all. Yeah. Not I don't I he probably is, but I'm just hoping that it's not gonna I'm just hoping if he's gonna go out, he better go out with not just like Kylo just shoving his lightsaber into him like he did with Han, like will you help me? Sure son. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't going out like that. I wanna I want a freaking arms flying, I want you know, just lightsaber battle like crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you want to see someone lose a limb? Like, uh, wasn't I want Force some Awakens? Shit. <laughs> Force Awakens, we didn't see anyone lose a whim, a limb. So, like, isn't that like a, a trademark thing yeah, in every yeah. Star Wars movie? That's why Ray's pissed off. He's like, Luke's like, you know what, Ray? If you want to win, I need a, I need a hand. <laughs> Which one? Your lefty or righty? I need that guy's leg. <laughs> Looking at Captain Phasma, she's nice and shiny. Yeah, we're going to see her do something finally in this movie, too. Maybe. Yep. <laughs> we're going to see if Finn can actually fight. All that training didn't really help him. Nope. Uh, this looks really great. Um, we already took a look at the Star Wars um, Episode 5, which is Empire Strikes Back. Um, Darth Vader on ETR. And that pre-order is sold out. So if you hopped on that train, awesome. If you didn't, whoops. But this would look great with it, even though you didn't see the Emperor in Episode 5 yet. But um, this is nice. The Emperor with his throne. Looks good. Love love the evil smile. Yeah. And then you also need to buy two of these. The Royal Guard. (laughs) Yep. At least two. At least, yeah, you gotta have. I mean, come on. You got <laughs> the Richard Army. There. Oh yeah, looks nice. There's Leia in her Return of the Jedi Endor suit. No wicket. It's okay. No, nope, nope. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> what? What? What's what? 
There's old man Han now. We're into figure arts. That looks good. Good face. Good. Where are his eyes? <laughs> They're just concaved, kind of wrinkled in. Should he have come with a battle-wounded chest or lightsaber? <laughs> That's kind of coming out the back, and he's going there, right there. I don't know. Never know, but yeah. It's... Oh, he looks drunk there. Looks <laughs> <laughs> drunk, or he just took a couple of shots of Dewey. <laughs> Always let the Wookiee win, Han. Guess you forgot. <laughs> This looks dope. But now, a lot of the things that we be, we're looking at, some of them it's new, some of it's we've already seen. Uh, so this, um, this looks good. Here's the yeah, Revenge of Anakin. That looks great. I thought he was missing an arm. <laughs> <laughs> it's replaced with a glove. Should be a sparkly glove. Sparkly. With a hat. Well, he's a Skywalker. Could be a Moonwalker, too. But here's uh, Count Dooku. Looks good. I like the cloth cape. The only thing I don't like is that elbow joint. I don't like the disc ratchet. Yeah. Looks horrible. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it looks perfect. Yeah, it just reminds you that it's a toy, you know? But yeah. I, th- I thought his, I thought his, uh, his um, garments were black for some reason with like a brown cape. I have to go rewatch it, I guess. Well, this is the one from Revenge of the Sith. Mm, yeah, so. maybe that's it. Do it. They were black too. All right. Well, we could do a nerd rage and pause the show, but too bad we're recording live. Oh. We could go watch and come back. <laughs> Obi Wan. Oh, yeah. Wan. Nice. Finn. In first order gear, and then we get the whole rainbow-colored astromech Power Ranger team. Here's C2B5, the black version. R4P17, the red version. The weird-looking R2, something like a B1, yellow, blue. R2A6, green. How about yellow? R2C4. <laughs> R2M5. Wow. And then we got some battle droids. Genius. Right. And they could sell each each one of those droids for $65. <laughs> and they'll get you. Repaint game strong. Yep. Queen Amidala. In her first um kind of royal garb that we saw from Phantom Menace. So far. Is this soft goods or what's the deal? That she's just going to stand there, I guess. She's just going to stand there looking. Mm-hmm. She won't condone an action that will lead you to wanting to pose her. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. If you missed out on the Star Wars Black series, well, you can get the figure arts. So you get the blue clone trooper, which is the lieutenant. These are all phase one. You get the sergeant, which is the green, the yellow, which is the commander. You got the captain, which is the red. And then you get the attack of the clones, dirty looking uh, Caesar Beale out through the ringer. 
top of the hut. That's six figures. I didn't think they were doing that, but man, look at the articulation in that tail. Yep. Yeah. It's right up there with monster arts. I better have a knob on the back so you can make it swing the tail left and right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that articulation says to me. <laughs> Do you think it's like eyes open and closed too or something? It's just wild stuff. Yeah, I think they do. I mean, at least he's like almost winking at you. Yeah. <laughs> so you think they'll do uh, gold bikini or not? No. No. I thought Star Wars or like Disney said there will no longer be a license for that. Mm. Oh, this dang. is official. So uh, you'll never see Leia in a in the <laughs> bikini again. Thanks to that fucking dad. I'm not going to see the voice on the shelves. My daughter is offensive. Yeah, whatever. You're offensive. <laughs> Should have freaking pulled out and said, had a kid then. Got him. Yeah. Yep, right there. Hashtag. Um, Leia from episode four. Going back to Java real quick. Do you think we'll get a throne room? I mean, you got the black series. If you got the normal black series, it's just like this. Unless you got the San Diego Comic Con, you got kind of like a cardboard plastic thing. But um, I'm hoping. So yeah, hopefully they will. Yeah. I mean, do do you think he'll at least get that whatever the heck he's he sits on um, slab? A little like yeah, yeah. slab. Of slab. <laughs> I hope. Um, we haven't seen any type of diorama type piece since that Vader. And that thing was that was just two pieces of plastic. Is all that was. Yeah. <laughs> Old man Obi Wan. Oh yeah. New hope. This looks good. Is that soft goods on his uh, robe? Or maybe it's just softer plastic. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. More pliable. And now we have Luke from. The Last Jedi in his dark brown low forehead. So, looking at this, right? I guess maybe if I'm patient, you'll show the next. There it is. Never mind. This one? Yeah, I guess it's a replaceable hood or something. One that's up because that's not soft, right? That's uh, that's got to be a whole other piece, I would expect. Yes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes they let you pull the head off. Yeah, you could pull the head off. Yeah. Do you tuck it in? Maybe, maybe the head and the hood are all one piece, maybe? I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, that's weird, yeah. Looks good. That looks pretty good, yeah. All right. There we go. What is that? I have no idea. I, at first, when I saw it, I'm like, I thought it was like one of those rat tails like the Padawans have. Yeah, he's gonna give it to Ray. <laughs> like, here you go. That's it can't, be a, it can't be a true it's a whistle. whistle. It's a whistle. <laughs> Only Wookies can hear, so he's just pissing off Chewie. Looks like he's got a compass type thing. So you can find the force. Sand dollar. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Yoda ghost collector. And no, maybe it's his midi chlorian um, finder. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe he's testing Ray's uh, midi chlorian. It's a compact. <laughs> it's a compact. <laughs> well, you know we're on an island. 
a lot of sun out here. Oh, there you go. Should have waited. <laughs> so it's lipstick? What, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's lipstick in a compact. <laughs> is that a single kyber crystal? Oh, kyber oh, crystal. Oh, yeah. Oh, the last probably... one. Dibs. <laughs> oh, it's probably a tracker. He's secretly working for the first order. They finally got Ray. <laughs> he pulls off his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's not blue. <laughs> oh. All right, so into Marvel SH figure arts, we have War Machine. Look at he's got fire paint on his feet. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> the hot rod War Machine. Yeah. Old Iron Man. See, now I like this. This looks like the Mark 7. I think, um, based on the shoulder, man, I need to find a a mark a mark seven in the in the regular colors, in yeah, one twelve scale somehow. As far as figures, yeah, or, or just like across the board. I just there's a Figma out there, but um, it's expensive and it's hard to find one that's not a KO. So. I don't mm. know. We have the Thor Ragnarok Hulk, which is a big boy. I think he's going to be around like that $130 price yeah. range, I think. Looks good. And then we got Thor. Two eyes. Yeah. Wish they would have gave us a non-helmeted uh, option. I haven't seen any picks without it. Yeah, Same with Hulk. Yeah, so far it's what Mezco and Marvel Legends. Mm. And there's Cyborg. Now, I've heard some really mixed reviews about the about Batman from Justice League as far as the figure arts is concerned. Oh, I got that one I, coming. I got that one coming, but I was disappointed to hear that people didn't like it. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, Bobby did a He's review small. this week is, uh, <laughs> in his teasers that he puts on mm. Facebook. You know, the ones he's mm. like, tomorrow, you know. Mm. He had it next to the Mafex, and I had them switch, like, in my mind. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that Mafex looks terrible. And then the next day, the review comes out, and it's, he's actually reviewing the figure wards. It was the figure wards that was looking terrible. I was like, damn. Yeah, the the BVS um, version of Batman that Mafex did. I mean, the costume, the way everything looked was great. Like, you know, hit or miss, you need to stand, you know, in order for to get your poses out of them. But um, but the detailing in the costume itself looked incredible compared to that Fake Hearts version that I saw for Justice League. So, yeah, it's slightly disappointing. Disappointing. Yeah, um, I really wanted to get into the line, and now I'm like, wow. Um, I, I don't know. He's just too small, also. But um, here's Barry, Flash, Aquaman. And then moving into the movie realization or, yeah, stuff. Uh, Deadpool in his samurai armor. That looks pretty good. Does come with a pistol, two katanas. 
Oh, I like that he got the different uh, helmets for the eyes, too. <laughs> nice. He got the heart. <laughs> I like that. So it's still emotes. Still going to be yeah. able to emote. Yeah. And then we have some Star Wars going into the First Order now with, like, the heavy arms. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm building. Sergeant. What? Oh. I'm building. I'm building heavy arms right now. And then this actually makes Kylo Ren look really good. That looks yeah. good. Yes. Yeah, I know. Actually, yeah, this looks really nice. I like the way these Ronin versions look. I'm not in for any of them, but I think they look incredible. Yeah, it's a good little like niche. And it makes sense. Uh, Captain Phasma, and then you got the Death Trooper. And you got the normal looking First Order Trooper. And then moving into some oh, that looks other good. SH figure arts. This is the Ninja Batman. Was that the uh, the first order trooper? Or is that the the tank pilot? Oh, is it the tank pilot? The eight, what? The helmet kind of looks more like the tank pilot almost, but I don't know. We'll go with that then. <laughs> Maybe. There we go. There's the Joker. Not really sold on the Joker, but. It's okay. Now I saw some kind of trailer for like an anime, yeah, right? Well, got an anime so coming out for this. I have no idea yet. Looks good. Um, here is the. I think this is Figma. They're Batman. It's a statue, I believe. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, I can't wait to see that in color. That looks good. Kashi Okazaki version. My good smile, a Figma. And this is their Figma. Kind of samurai version of Batman. Nice. I had no clue Figma was doing anything like this. The DC license. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know they were doing anything like this at all. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I have some of the player to Kai stuff, but... Uh, this is nice. And then we also got the NX Edge style done by Bandai Tamashii Nations of Mega Man X or X from the Mega Man X series. That was quite a bit of accessories for his um, cannon arm. These are a, um, I think a four inch scale. Good. And then you got zero. His blade and his blade effects. Oh, is that what that subline for them is supposed to be? Like just a, a little bit of a smaller scale? Yeah. <laughs> All right, nice. Where's my picture? <laughs> Alrighty. There we go. Oh, no, we went to that. There we go. Zero. Great. I'm losing my band. Um, we saw that Rebel Tech, part of their line, is doing a. Um, Carnage. Carnage. Wow. That looks pretty sweet, especially if you that, got the Venom. Yeah, that's a great shot right there, how they set that up. Wow. That looks good. That looks good. Really man, if I was Spider-Man, I'd shit my pants. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Storm Collectibles... 
giving us a bloody version of Shao Kahn. If you are collecting the the subline, I guess the bloody versions. It's cool that you're getting Shao Kahn. Not really. Uh, it, it's cool, but I don't. I don't need it. You got blood on everything. His throne, self, yeah. his hammer. A boss fight. We saw this last time. Uh, they're giving us the. Uh, their kind of what I forgot what he's called. Frog trooper, toad trooper. I don't know what he. Or Bucky O'Hare. Oh yeah. The storm toad trooper. And they've already announced that Jenny and Bucky, so. All right. Power Rangers. Still going. So, Legacy. We got the Black Ranger from Dino Thunder. Nice. Good old Tommy. The Tommy figure. That one's going to sell, I'm sure. Build a figure also, which is cool. They got the uh, Dino Thunder one. See now that I might actually search for since Fig Arts hasn't touched the uh Vinyl Thunder line yet. Abba Ranger in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, the first two, the red and blue, are out for Dino Thunder. They're part of series four that's with the gold ranger that I just got from Zio. Uh speaking right. of Zio, here's the Zio Red Ranger. I wish they could just recently release them all in the same damn wave. Yeah, <laughs> teams instead of like, oh, we'll put this in here and that in here. Who does that? Mm-hmm. I know. Black screen. Are, are they still doing it? Like, where they're giving you like the like three from Zio and then two from like another series, like that? Yeah, like this yeah. series um, that I got, series four. You got the Gold Ranger from Zio. You got the yellow and green from Zio, and then you get red and blue from. Ah, okay, okay. All right, Transformer news. Sunstreaker. I'm actually looking forward to Sunstreaker for some weird reason. I see um, Dino Bob. I am too. Especially well, since- you never got Sun Surge, right, Gene? <laughs> no, I no, I didn't. I was gonna pull the trigger on Omnigonic spin out. That's the bullet there. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I never I never did get that one. I didn't. I don't collect as much masterpieces as I used to, um, and some of the ones I did have, I got rid of. But oh, I'm trying to get back into them. I'm I'm kind of doing the Pinkerton approach. Um, I'm not going the JISC approach where I'm buying two of everything, but Pinkerton as far as you know buying. Well, no, no, I don't. I think Chris has changed his approach. It's dead. I, I'm, yeah, I'm. I like fans' toys, so I'm thinking about that. Like I said about the grinder. I can find one. I'm gonna probably maybe if I find the grinder, then I might finally get my foot in the door with Dinobots. Yeah. Um, and and then obviously the official stuff I'm buying, but um, he's only buying the movie stuff now. Yep. So, yeah. But 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 it's still within his approach because it's only fans toys or Takara. Yeah. Slimming down. That's it. That yeah. looks pretty good, though. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm at a crossroads at this Sunstreaker because I'm I'm not a I'm not super sold on Sun Surge, but I like the way this Sunstreaker looks. But the like the green windshield in alt mode. Yeah. Um. 
like they made a sideswipe to match that. And right now, Sun Surge matches an alt mode better. I don't know. You know, you just can't. You can't win sometimes. No, but you are a true Transformer collector and fan. And you can just I get think. beasts. Get beasts. Yeah, there's a yellow Should dude I? right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> right there. He's pretty great. Yeah, but this uh, this sunstreaker should be dropping here in another couple weeks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Is it by the end of the month? I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. We shall see. Target Master Hot Rod, I'm all over. Thank oh, God. God we're getting him. That's sarcasm. Oh, what is going on with that Cheetor's head? Oh, man. I was about to say, James, did you miss out on the original? But you're excited about this one. <laughs> no, I I'm waiting for a freaking hoodlum. I, I don't know. I, I want hoodlum. I do like the, um, they changed the, the deco on the chest for that hot rod. The flame is more, I think it's outlined in that red now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks better than the than the other one did. Yeah, his it lower was, legs a different shape. Yeah. Also, it's different different coloring. I think overall, a bit. Yeah, they should have brightened him up just a tad bit. I don't know, maybe maybe not the little coloring of the the red or the maroon. I like how it's mistransformed too. Good job, interns. <laughs> so like so in is the, the cheetor. So in the shoulder bit. Oh, okay. You're in a hurry. Here's Dinobot. Um, I'm going to get Dinobot regardless, but, man, some of it is wonky. Like, that looks terrible <laughs> in Dino mode. Yeah, just seeing all the kibbles and bits. Yeah. You know, all but, the panel stuff. Sure, once it's we get to see the, you know, the colored version. You know, if this was colored, I think I'd like it a little bit more, but, yeah. That right there. Wow. I'm going to take a part here, take a part here. I'm going to shove your hand up your ass over here. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, he, over here. he doesn't pull it off as well as that lockdown does, but he does turn inside out. Yeah. It's probably necessary sacrifice, yeah. you know, like how else are you going to be able Ooh. to do it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you guys see the uh, the backpack that he's got, though, or the, um, the thick torso. That's the only complaint I've been hearing. Look at that ass. Uh, it's pooping out an arm. I don't know that that's where that goes. Uh, I don't think so either. I think it's just, this is not a good way to sell your product if you hire people who have no fucking idea how to transform anything. That's okay. Yeah. I already bought the product. Or true, but, I mean, same <laughs> with me, but it's still, it, uh, it's like, come on. Oh, he's great, though. And he's big. I like it. He's accurately big. Get that Rhinox out of there, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... The stand-in. It's the stand-in for now. The, um, he's shooting. The art hero Rhinox scales pretty well with the MPs. Oh, he does? Yeah, so I have that guy. <laughs> cool. But yeah, he's spot on. Damn. Yeah, that head looks pretty good there. 
Yep, the head looks good, and I like that they gave you all the a few other different heads too with the different expressions. Those are nice. Yeah. The gold the laser eyes. <laughs> That's what that uh, thing on the bottom is, is the laser eyes. Yep. Oh, nice. Because he doesn't use a gun, he has, he's got lasers for eyes. And a spinning shield. Which really doesn't strike fear with anyone, but every time he gets like into battle mode, everything's spinning like, really? <laughs> all right, so this is like, this is amazing. What? I'm like, oh my god, thank god that the Street Fighter and Transformers are becoming one. And I'm happy. So we get the Titans Return Megatron slash Blitzwing mold, which is, it's utilized in the Megatron though. Um, as Bison, and you see him flying there. It's pretty cool. Psycho Crusher. Yep. And then we got the Voyager class Optimus Prime as Ryu. Looks like he's trying to do the Hadouken right there. He's trying to do something. <laughs> <laughs> looks like he's doing the Beavis and Body Dance. But These uh, look like bad fun pub toys. <laughs> That's what this looks like. <laughs> they probably are. <laughs> you guys are out of business uh, do you mind if we use that idea oh go right ahead um, we have, we're utilizing the hot Rodimus as Ken Shorayukin um, you don't get any of these stands so uh, good luck trying to recreate their moves um, Chung Lee. Oh, this is so terrible. I don't understand this. <laughs> Using yeah. the RC mold. <clears throat> That's um, weird. I, I did like how he got um, Street Fighter 2 um, tattooed on his um, wing, though. For, um, <laughs> Do the show, <laughs> oh, it's nice. I'm hoping this is all that they're doing. Uh... And then we got some other novelty items that this was based oh. off of a um, comedic star, Japan. I don't know a lot about it, but they redid the Fort Max head. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing you'll see not on stars. Over. Yeah, not over here. It's a little nod to a comedic actor or character in Japan. They took the, the um, Fort Max head and re-sculpted it. So that's a little nod. I'm sure there's more information on it. I didn't really go too in depth in it. Hound for anybody? <laughs> no? All right. That ballerina coming through. <laughs> How about this uh, great prime? The movie, the best. So these are the continuing with the re releases that they're doing with the movie line? Yeah. The... Movie, the best. Damn, that's gonna be 150. Jeez. Nope, nope, oh. nope. Is that the Dude, revenge? Just... Is, this, is that supposed to be like the revenge of the fallen mold? It's like Dark of the Moon. Yeah, it's oh, like no, the revenge Striker of the... Manus. Oh, yeah. Not Striker no. Manus, excuse me. The Striker um the Striker um body mold. Striker mold. Yeah. Yeah, it's based kind of Yeah, they took the uh those flip out swords out from underneath those panels. It looks like. Yep. Making his arms. Yeah, the striker mold. They're there. Whatever the hell that thing's called. I forgot what it's called. But came with the these, but it has this new chest. 
on it and such. But, but right up everyone's alley, Power of the Primes. Here's Grimlock. <laughs> Looking so good. Don't think that looks too bad. Looks like him. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, for Chug. You, know. you got that going. So, Trent, you say you're looking for a Grimlock. How about this? I've looked at that. I saw a review on it. Uh, something that's kind of off about it. <laughs> you mean the Dynamo? Something's not off. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, the Dynamo does too, but, you know, then they showed it from the back. And plus, you know, I'm like, let me put it this way Voyager Springer is a little bit taller than me. Really? Oh, I didn't know. So, that. like, the review I saw on uh, Ben's Collectibles. It looked like he was about maybe about like a half an inch taller than he was. Maybe about around the same size. I'm not sure, but yeah. There's like, yeah, even be a little bit. I do like mm-hmm. the clear chest there. That's yeah, nice. the chest is cool, but I'm like, eh, I'm going to have to pass on it. Darius lied to us. Test. He said he was pushing leader class. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, no, yeah, it's Voyager. Um, there's a good old Dynamo that he's you're dragging something there, Grimlock. Dragging something. <laughs> yeah. Head sculpt is on the money. Like from certain angles, it doesn't look too bad, and then you see it from the yeah, right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. From you know, I, here I really... up is great. Mm-hmm. There, no, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, yeah, they're like you're saying, Jose. See, like, that doesn't look too bad. Yeah. That looks good. How about now? That. <laughs> <laughs> How about the combined mode oh, torso? God. Torso mode. Yeah, I'm gonna. When I get that eventually, I'm gonna have to figure out a way to fan mode it and see if there's any way that I can make it look good. <laughs> I'll try. Jose, when are you going to stop, Jose? Just don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so there he is combined up with all the limbs that we have right now. Oh, boy. Well, they were going in such a great direction. And then perfect effect will save it. Perfect effect will figure something out there. You mean a totally new torso? Probably do something to add onto the torso, like they did with the with the Optimus and the Minosaur molds. You know, something that kind of wraps around it. You know, makes it look a little, you know, better. I'm sure there's going to be a ton of upgrades coming out for this. To be honest, I think this is the best picture we've ever seen of this combined mode. Yeah, doesn't it's, it's yeah. actually that doesn't look yeah. as bad as what we saw in the past. It's because mm-hmm. it doesn't have the uh, the the. Brontosaurus kneecap thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like the fact they put the fist. Yeah, yeah. The bare fist in his um torso, yeah. lower torso, to fill it in. Yeah. That's how. That's 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 meant to do that. Like they they built they built that, and that's why you get the extra oh. pair of hands with the deluxe figures. And then they don't. It looks better because they didn't do the official configuration, which has like the legs coming out to the side and then bent ninety degrees, like down. They kind of have the legs. Um, collapsed up and more straight, so it looks more, you know, like a straighter leg, and that does yeah. look a lot better. You know, still looks yeah, crazy, yeah. but it looks better it than looks the, better. the past pictures, like Brian said. Huh. Yeah. Uh, 
Mm. That um, was Starscream. Yeah. Hey, where were these pictures taken? Because I saw that there's a little third party back there on that guy's shelf. It's a little iron Somebody's factory. laptop. Somebody's <laughs> desk. All right. Pretty cool. Somebody jump sides. Uh, it's not that bad, Charles. It's okay. <laughs> um, here's our screen. So, you know, Deluxe will get it. <laughs> I would get it, but man, it looks like a, this is... a Big Lots toy. Yeah. <laughs> Place, <laughs> home of sadness. Place Look foolish. at that. <laughs> There's the underside of the plane. God, that's a wow. There's no Voyager, Voyager. too. What was robot? He's, is? he's already in robot mode. <laughs> Man, that's this is horrible. Maybe it's the roundedness of it, but it's really plays cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just the plastic of it too. The coloring of the plastic just seems cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the torso mode. Looks very a uh, better movie movie esque. Is that a prime master or whatever in the chest thing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I might be the only one who does not care for this new gimmick. Like that. It says yeah, ghost attack. Me Yay. Yeah, that looks exact. I never even thought about the movie Starscream. Yeah. Looks like the movie Starscream in combined mode, the combined torso mode. <laughs> Walking Dorito. There was your comeback. He's <laughs> back. Brian's Good back. Lord. That wasn't my joke. But oh, I didn't have to admit that. Why did he so far out behind? And then he just looks like he's doing like an X, like a he's yeah, yeah. the back, like he's just got his legs split, like his knees, like he's got it. He looks, he's all knock kneed right there, and then he just got his arms up upside down. He does <laughs> like he's doing a cartwheel. Exactly. <laughs> his head is in his ass. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, you know, he's not going to fall backwards. <laughs> oh, he hopes not. Not with those, those spurs. Yeah. Extra support right there on the heels. <laughs> all right. Moving into Omega News again. If you didn't get fans' toys, is uh, Terminus Giganticus. They're Omega Supreme. DX9's Gabriel. Could be a choice for you. I don't hate this. That does not look bad at all. For real. does not look bad. No. It's cheaper. And um, it does look good. I don't know about quality. But... Is anybody getting both? Or is that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I think the knees right there look better than the fans' toys, the way you can see kind of like the pivots and everything. That looks nice. The pistons, yeah. Uh, pistons, that's a nice touch. Yeah. Or if the backpack actually um, connects to the body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how it uh, yeah. I like how it comes with a screaming face, too. Yeah. These, yeah. These mm-hmm. new pictures look good. They look better than the the pictures that they had released before. Looks a lot better. Oh, cool. I'm glad he has his own name tag on his chest. That's cool. I hopefully I'm hoping I, I doubt it, but that'd be kind of cool. 
sticker was. Yeah, there's. I actually I saw a picket. There it is. There oh. You go. oh, nice. Huh. A lot of little stickers to put on. Seriously, you couldn't tampo some of those? Hey, that's why it's eighty dollars cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, you can more. remove the faceplate. Little computer screen back there. Nice. And yes, like what Brian said, he got two different face sculpts: stoic and a kind of open mouth, surprise screaming. You used to be my friend. What happened to Crystal City? <laughs> 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 I always love that episode. I will talk the way that I used to talk. Why can't you do that all the time, man? Freaking just this once. He can't let Dude. his guard down. He's out in the freaking forest <laughs> by himself. Like God, <laughs> and he's such a gas hog too. He's like I'm gonna conserve energy. All right, don't do anything. <laughs> um, tank mode looks decent. Does it look almost like modernized in a way, a little bit? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are there is compared with the other MPs? Size wise, he's not bad. Yeah. I don't know what Ironhide's doing to that cannon <laughs> nozzle there. Literally, intrigued by Checking out his cannon. Leak and lubricants. Uh yeah okay I'll see it no yeah, juvenile he might want to be wave high to spike yeah no he just uh here he is next to the combiner wars start to guns that does look, not look horrible either looking bitter <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a nice nod if they would have included that um. What was that thing called? The Robo Smasher. Yeah. Uh, here he is in vehicle mode. Inferno's pushing the tank around. <laughs> Again, Spike is up high. Crim Zeke's there. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That Ironhide has the mod on it. I can't wait to do that to mine. Yeah, let's think about that. To put the tires in the hip skirt yep. and all that. Yep. This is a nice little, nice picture of the intro to season two. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was really cool. Nice. Yeah. Is that a HO scale train track, you think? Uh, that looks like sure. a G1 Astro train, though. Yeah, it is a G1 Astro train and Blitzwing. Oh. Uh, Oh, I can't see because the thingies. Let me move them. What? Our uh, our panels, but oh. the participants are oh, third. Yeah. Everyone dropped. <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed. I, I moved it. It's cool. <laughs> um, here's all the different comparisons which we've seen before. You got the original animation look. You got the DX9 in the right top corner. Bottom left is the Wei Zhang. That claw is um, horrible. Uh, then you get the fans toys, which 
I'm not disappointed with the fans' toys. Brian, are you disappointed with the fans' toys? Uh, no, I am not. All right. Anyone else uh, on the panel have it? I mean, no. I, have, I, have, I have one gripe, and that's that I can push the tank around the track. That's all. Oh, you wish it was one, right? Well, no, I just wish that it would uh, be oh. on there, and you could push it, and it would stay on and roll. Oh. I don't know. It's a very minor gripe since it'll probably never get put into base mode. So yes, I've never put my tote mode. Tote mode. You don't <laughs> have an tote, do you? <laughs> Brian, do you have an tote? Tote mode. Do you oh, know? Sorry. Do you have it? Do you have your fans' toys on Megan and tote? No, he's on the coffee table. All right, cool. <sighs> I don't think I can handle more. I don't think I have a tote. I don't want to waste valuable tote space putting him in there. You know. <laughs> There's the back of him. Yeah, my only gripe is that backpack. Other than that, I like it. Facial expressions for all of them. G1 or the cartoon. Oh, Wei Zhang, what are you doing? Wei Zhang's just evil with the red eyes. <laughs> yeah, I do like that separate, that extra face sculpt, so he's a little more surprised and all that. Yeah. But it's the other, the stoic fits the character, and we see him more yeah. like that than anything, so yeah. it's all good. Um, base modes again. Wei Zhang, we've seen this before. We got a lot of crap in there that I don't know. What the hell? I don't know what's with that little white robot it's dude. The white guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a maintenance bot we didn't know maybe had. That's the new Wei Zhang mascot. Right up under the, the white robot. Is that a tank? Yep. Isn't it motorized or something that it can go around or it can actually go on the tracks or some crap? Really? Huh. Man, that Wei Zhang one is like the Tonka Omega Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're only asking a hundred for it, so it is a little bit more on the budget side. Oh, oh really? Yeah, hundred bucks. Yeah. Why did they put? Okay, kept the nozzle down, but they kept all the rest of them. Elongated dog penis. Oh, the way you got the ladder. <laughs> That's a huge ladder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to climb those stairs. <laughs> a lot of stairs. Those uh, Autobots better have some huge thighs. It's leg day. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Cybertron, guys. Oh, we're going to Cybertron. Shit. That's like 50 stairs right there, bro. <laughs> If I remember correctly, on the show, they were like an escalator. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, about to yeah. Hopefully, yeah. it's an escalator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving into uh, Zeta Toys, Armageddon, Blitzkrieg, their onslaught. I like it. Looks good. Yeah. You can have the uh, cannons on the back of the bot, or you can have them actually on the side as these huge arm cannons. I like that. Um, different chess pieces or G1 cartoon. Or onslaught there. Vehicle mode. Black screen. 
still black screen. Loading. There we go. Loading. Um, not bad. Not bad. Cannons look a little much. Maybe they need to sit back <laughs> a little more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that looks good. Extra detail would just be nice to have like a ramp we can load in. So I have some more floor time. Mm-hmm. There's the rest. There's the whole team. Uproar, Ratchet, Blitzkrieg, Worldblade, Takeoff. Just chunky. Chunky bots. Yeah. Anybody in on these? I like Worldblade. Just like that one. Hey, it reminds me of um, Blackout. Yeah. That's probably why I like Maybe. it. Uh, didn't we get these for JISC? We did. We did. Yeah. Yep, the helicopter and the space shuttle. Okay. So he's in on this. Or is this his second? <laughs> he's going after unique Yeah, he's, he's probably getting all of them. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, he needs like 45 bots to complete all his combiners, I guess, to put, get them in all the different modes. <laughs> and he has um, Warbitron, right? So, hmm, interesting. I almost bought that KO Warbitron. I saw Toy Dojo had it for like a hundred bucks. I was like, hmm. It fits but for scale. Like, That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, here's it's a comparison shiny. between Unique Toys and Zeta. Okay. Hmm. Uh, unique Toys on the left, the actual colored prototype. I'd say, I, I mean, regardless of aesthetic, I mean, even if Unique Toys beats it, the fact that they're doing parts forming for the combiner, you know, really puts them ahead, mm-hmm. uh, in in my opinion. Because yeah. we've seen we've yeah. seen what that constructor can do, and it's great. And if Unique Toys is going back, well, not necessarily going back, right? But if they're going to do it the conventional way, where onslaught is the entire body of the combiner, mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to hold up, man, for something that size. Yeah, we'll see. Vehicle mode, not, not bad as far as both of them. I do like that unique toys can split, but then it looks awkward. His guns are just as forward. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. The front like end it. of him looks like obliterator. Um, one of the obliterators. The G, G2 um, series. That's a clinch. Good. Yeah, I like that it has like a trailer part to it. Yeah, yeah, and um, the design for the, for the rims and the wheels really looks nice. Yeah, do you like that added touch when they put like some silver rims or you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Grill. Yep. Mirrors. Um, you even see it looks like translucent bits for the headlights and stuff like that too. Like I really like that when they do that stuff. The little things, yeah. That's because Brian likes cars to turn into robots. That's right. Bricks listens. <laughs> oh, yeah. He doesn't like robots turning into cars. He likes cars turning into robots. That's right. Hmm. All right, so here's Unique Toys with their version of Brawl, Onslaught, and Swindle next to Zeta's Brawl, um, Swindle, and Onslaught. I like Unique Toys' as Swindle. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like Zeta's brawl more just because he looks G1-esque. That protruding chest. 
right yeah. here. Oh. It looks more yeah, imposing. Looks more. Zeta looks more imposing, the, the brawl. <clears throat> yeah. But the, the unique toy swindle has the personality. Yeah. Yeah. Looks good. And then we got the combined mode. That looks good. good. Yeah. Good Armageddon time. looks really, really good. So, fellas, which one of y'all eyeing? Right here. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It comes and... down to combined mode, at least for me. I mean, individual mode is just a bonus. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want, I want these guys as Bruticus. Plus, it takes up less space. Uh, so, real estate is um, a hot commodity in my room. <laughs> Back. It's pretty clean. Yeah. yeah. I do like how it latches on to get that extra. I thought that was cool, but uh, other than that, I don't see anything else. All right, that's it. All right, show's over. There we go. <laughs> Hope you guys had fun. Yeah, man. It's been fun. Talk amongst yourselves. No red dragon? No, sorry, <laughs> I didn't get a lot of... That's okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and um, I'll put in some more of that stuff. Uh, I know if you're be on the show. Uh, really, so. Yeah. I'm I know I won't that. put any more Dragon Ball stuff on the show because they get made fun of. Diaper wear. Freaking oh, come, come on, you have to answer to Brian. From an outsider looking in, I'm like, what? What? I don't understand. What is this? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> what is this fat dude in a diaper? It's... Dude, is sumo? Dude, and he saw his head. I mean, he looked like fucking... that shit is totally as E Honda from Street Fighter. Yeah, it looks like a pilot. <laughs> Purple boots. <blue. laughs> Oh man! Uh, yeah, I have to do a Dragon Ball. I, I gotta find out. I, I gotta have Dan on here and do Dragon Ball. I do a little bit. Yeah. Of Dragon Ball. Cool. Yeah, I want to get that, that Nappa you said you got, but that's yeah. about as far as I want to go with that collection. <laughs> He's nice. Mm. He's a beefy. Like, uh, like wow. Now, does that kind of thing ever come down from like eighty bucks, or is that just that's it? That's normally it, unless um, you can find like a sale, like Amazon Prime Days. You can get some of those, but uh, Dragon Ball stuff tend to go up, especially if it's a first introduction to a character and it's popular enough. Nappa, I don't know, um, but it, it'd be worth getting. The cheapest, what did I pay for them? I paid like sixty. Yeah, I would, I would really bucks. consider it at 60 but if I don't see it go below 80 ever again, then it's just not meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, there's some that I forgot to pick up. And I'm like, I could have, back in the day, they did the um, San Diego Comic-Con, which was more in tune to the anime. So I thought, okay, some of them I'll pick up. But most of the stuff when they first came out were Dragon Ball Z Kai. Or, they're they were lighter colored. They weren't as um, prominent. But Piccolo, I was like, oh, they just San Diego Comic Con Piccolo. That's cool. 
comes with a blue belt instead of I think um accents on the hands instead of yellow. I thought, nah, I probably won't pick it up. Whatever. Now it's like two hundred bucks. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's, it's freaking Piccolo. Come on. Like, re release them. Sucks. Um and then other characters like Krillin and all that. All right, here we go. Blast of the past. Again, if you um I'll have a link in the description. Somewhere. Hidden. In the description. You think it's I mean code. <laughs> Gotta find it. Find it. All right, here we go. Another three hours. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding. I haven't done one of those for a while. Uh, all right. You guys see the Blast of Fast? Yep. yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Go. Yes, sir. All right. Here we go. Blast of the Pass. It's on Captain Planet. I screwed all you guys. Yeah. I thought it was this <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Captain Planet. I remember that theme song. Oh, He's so a much. hero. Yeah. Poor dude that got stuck with the heart ring. It's like, I got yeah. wings. <laughs> I got heart. <laughs> I'm Captain Planet. All right. Let's go pick up some garbage kids. Oh, man. What the hell? Did you just zap it away, dude? Zap that shit out of here. All right. Justice League Unlimited. This is what we're taking a look at. This came out in 2004 to 2006. This is the capping stone to the whole DC animated um, cartoon series that went all the way back and started with Batman animated series in 1992. Um, really great series. This is a true sequel to the first Justice League. Uh, goes right into this. Three seasons, 39 episodes. Um, it was going to be only two seasons, but um, after Epilogue, they decided we... We, they want more. This debuted on Cartoon Network. And so here we go. Um, it was also um, created by Dwayne McDuffie and Bruce Tim and some others and such, but those are the two guys that I know of that have done a lot. And unfortunately, Dwayne McDuffie passed away. Yeah, he's missed. He's missed. Bye-bye. Uh, but we're not going to be taking a look at the toys. There's quite a bit of them. I will do a segment on Blast in the Past on the toys, but it, there's there's so much. There's three packs, multi packs, five packs, a fan collection, a whole bunch of stuff. But I will say this: if you are a fan of the show and of all the DC characters, you got those characters in toy form, which was really nice on Mattel's part. Um, all right, this would have been a great series if they would have continued the Batman animated series through DC Collectibles into this. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Incredible. I would have been on board. As you can see here, we got a huge cast. I mean, we had, I think, almost, like over 50, I think, heroes or something like that. Is that around there? Close to um, it. You got, the main, you got the main seven coming back. Um, or, yeah, main seven. We got Hot Girl. Actually, Hot Girl is not there on the team because she quit after Justice League of yeah. the Star-Crossed thing. But she will come back, and we'll see that. Uh, Flash is back, Batman, Superman. We have Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and Martian Manhunter. And then we get some other characters like Captain Adam, which is my favorite character. 
and Captain Marvel and all that. So we'll get into that. So, yo. Oh my God, that's the robot from the Omega Supreme. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it right there. That's right. Right. It's we gotta go back. Stripe. We gotta go back. <laughs> All right. Lots of characters. Um, some of the characters, unfortunately, didn't have any speaking parts, but you could see them here, like Crimson Fox, Gypsy, Vibe, and such. Um, but we'll go in more depth here in a second. Uh, as far as DVD Blu-ray release, you can get Season 1 and Season 2 on DVD, or you could just buy the entire complete collection on Blu-ray. Worth buying. Um, one thing to note, Justice League had a lot of two-part or two to maybe five-part story arcs. Um, this is more of a one-and-done episode. They have a main story arc, but most of the episodes are contained. The overall theme continues on, but the episodes are just one-and-done, which is nice. And it's not centered around like Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman, which is really cool, too. All right. Watchtower's back. A little more sophisticated. Uh, it's got some transporting Zeta tubes, I guess you could say. Mm. Zeta nice tubes? Little Zeta. I'm taking that from Young Justice. <laughs> Zeta. Got some uh, Aerobots and Combaticons in there. Powering <laughs> up that stuff. <laughs> um, formerly known as Toy World. No, but um, here's the control tower where John, John Jones, Martian Manhunter, controls... Um, where everyone goes, essentially. And then he relieves himself because he's been isolated too long. So he kind of quits, and Mr. Terrific takes over. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Terrific, the character from Arrow. <laughs> so, Curtis. Javelin has also changed. What? Mr. Terrific, was he, uh, he also he, um, moonlighted as a wrestler in the... Uh... WWE, I'm like Mr. Terrific. So it sounds like a wrestler to me. Yeah, he based his character off of oh, Brian. a wrestler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Point. Get in there. Uh, the the javelins changed a little bit. It's more of an F twenty two looking raptor instead of the sleek type of dagger. Yeah, <laughs> looking weapon. And Justice League Unlimited, they upgraded to the CG for the vehicles and stuff. Yep. Also, Justice League Unlimited, just like the second season of Justice League, um, was filmed, or not filmed, but is animated in widescreen. Yeah, loved it. It's nice. (laughs) And the the theme song was great, too. Mm -hmm. Not going to hum it or do anything, but it definitely worth checking out. All right. So one thing I need to get out of before we get into the characters, um, there's more themed episodes, um, whether it's dealing with death, love here, or um, just more realistic. I don't know, realistic, but darker themes, which was really cool. And I did like that. But there was a lot of romance going on on the show, more than the previous one, more than I've seen on any other cartoon show. So you got this Batman Wonder Woman thing going. So it's pretty cool, but they really didn't hook up. But you can see them kissing. Got Green Arrow and Black Canary. You know that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, Classic. How about Question Huntress? Uh, Came out of nowhere. Yeah. 
I love so, what they did with the question on the show. Yeah. yeah. I hate they never did it. Yep. I hate that we never got to see him and the back man working on the case together. Mm. Yeah, I don't think they could work good together. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like his quirkiness and everything, yeah. and we'll get into some of these classic episodes. Uh, even Flash was like hung up on fire. Fire? Which Dude. Is interesting. She yeah, it's like, uh, right. like 90210. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <it is>. <laughs> <laughs> Booster Gold was even getting in on some action, too. And the greatest story never told, which is what we'll see a little bit later. Him and um, the doctor. Even the villains got some action. And Tala here, right here, was um, kind of with Lex Luthor, but then betrayed Lex Luthor for Grodd. So she, um, I don't know, but it's because Luther was um, really speaking Brainiac. Because I mean, he kind of you, it was a interesting relationship between him and Brainiac to the point that kind of made her like, mm, this is kind of weird. <laughs> All right, moving into the characters, got Superman again, voiced by George Newbern from the Justice League, not Tim Daly. Yeah. Um, again. Action Comics number one, 1938. If you have this in your collection, that's sweet. Um, this would be a great find in Grandma's attic. Yeah. Big time. Uh, a little bit of yeah. differences. On the left, this is the Superman from Justice League. They decided to um, kind of bring more youth into him. They did. <laughs> they gave um, him a little more of a, um, just an upscaling youth upscaling for him. So you can kind of tell the difference between the two here. Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. One of the best stories that they did in was the second episode for The Man Who Has Everything, which is based off of Superman Annual number 11 with the Black Mercy. Yeah, I got that issue. The great story, and I, and I love this episode, how they adapted it. Really nice. Yep, Alan Moore. Um, there was a little nod also to um, the crossover X, Earth X, where um, Supergirl's like, or someone told her to burn. And he does that here. Superman does that to Mongol. Yeah. And it all started out with Diana, Bruce, going to give Superman a birthday present. She has a present. Bruce basically just has cold hard cash. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> and such. But it's one of the best episodes as far as um, emotions. There's a lot of emotional episodes in Justice League Unlimited. This is one of them. Superman has to give up everything. Um, his life with his son. He has his parents back. And just and it also has a twist at the end where Mongo gets what he wants because he gets the black mercy on him so he gets the torture and you know yeah. all that. So there's Kal-El with his Dad Zorel, and then there he is with Ban, and even the touching moment where he knows he's not real, but if he was, all that type of stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. All right, so we got Man Martian Manhunter here. Um, same pick that I used for Justice League, uh, Detective Comics two twenty two nineteen fifty five. He's voiced by Carl Lumbly. He disappears for a little bit in the series, but he does come back at the final. Um, fight with the parademons and 
the whole invasion of apocalypse. But it was funny that he decides to interact more and he decides to become an old man. And he like he's dating some old gal or something and such, which I thought that's interesting. But there you go. All right, like Wonder Woman. See, yeah, I'd like to see them do if they can put him in the MCU, that'd be pretty cool. No, or DCU, pardon me. Like MCU, MCU, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be. It would have been a nice nod in the Justice League movie to see some yep. other Easter eggs like that. But yeah. uh, Diana here, we got a lot of nods from her actually having her princess type of um, ambassador role we got to see. Uh, we got a nod to the classic uh, Wonder Woman TV show where she spun around and turned into her costume. And uh, we got to see more of her as a mature, I guess, hero instead of her being green in the first season of Justice League. Yeah. Well, that was nice. Susan Eisenberg played her. All-Star Comics 8, 1941. Um, a great episode was Kid Stuff. Um, if you haven't watched any of these episodes, you should definitely check a look at them. Uh, the whole episode was with Morgana or Morgan Le Fay and her son, Mordred, who was a child. And then he does uh, some type of magical spell where no one can be older than him. And so Morgan decides to, you need to help me out, get my son's medallion or whatever from him. And they, she creates, or she turns Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Green Lantern into kids. <laughs> And it's it's hilarious. Yeah. Batman saying um, princess and all this other type of stuff to um, I don't know to Morgan and um, even making fun of Stuart because he needed glasses. <laughs> they kind of called him a nerd. Uh, like a baby. Wonder Woman having a yeah baby Etrigan <laughs> who pooped himself. Wonder Woman telling all the kids, "You better do as I say, or I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell on all of you." So. It was great. And you got to see more of the relationship between Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman not getting it, Green Lantern calling him on it. Like, for a guy who has so many different visions, you are so blind. <laughs> like, what? Are they playing house? <laughs> Pretty kids? much. Uh, let's see. We've got Batman. Kevin Conroy again. 25 years worth of Batman. Uh, yep. Um, it's like, damn. Detective Comics, 27, 1939. Miss Pit, this little piggy. That episode got to see a little more of the um, interaction between these two, between Batman and Wonder Woman. We got to see Bruce finally come out of his shell instead of this brooding kind of character. And she really wants to further it, but it's just hilarious. The dialogue's great, where he's like, "You know what? You're a princess from an, a warrior society. I'm a rich kid with issues. Lots of yeah. issues." He actually says he has issues. <laughs> yeah, lots of issues. But Cersei turns her into a pig. He goes out on the hunt to get Zatanna to help her, help him turn her back. Um, and then it just turned out to be the only way to get Cersei to turn one woman back from being a pig into her normal self was him to sing a song. <laughs> and it was hilarious and Freaking good. And it was actually Kevin Conroy singing. So it was nice not to him, too. Nice. 
other story arcs with Batman, the Cadmus, um, or the Doomsday Sanction, where Batman took a nuke, essentially, for Superman. Superman kind of joking with him, and then he just got serious and said, you know what, you can't joke, I took a bullet for you today. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see Luthor running for president. Yeah. That was and, a good, good episode. And the running theme that they got from the Justice Lords before was everything's going to go to hell because Flash is going to die. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to become what we are, the Justice yeah. Lords. Yeah. And gonna Superman's going to kill. Yep. Which was good. I like it. I'm assuming all you guys have seen Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we had one of the best episodes in the JLU Justice League, even Batman, the epilogue. Batman, uh, basically Terry McGinnis is pissed off at Bruce and um, he wants answers. So he goes to Amanda Waller who, you know, this takes place in like the Batman Beyond timeline. And wants to know what the hell's going on and all this type of stuff. And she finally admits to him that you are actually a clone of Bruce Wayne. The world still needed a Batman. He's getting old. And I decided to create you. So um, so she orchestrated this whole thing. But she tells why the world needs Batman. And this is one of the stories she told where Batman was charged to kill Ace from the Royal Flush game because of a reality altering powers, much like Scarlet Witch. He chose not to. And then here's some of the dialogue if you want. So, and she's dying. And she asks if you'll stay with her. Because she's scared. And so he does. Mm-hmm. And then you see that everything turns back to normal because he pleads. He, he asks her, can you, you know, change everything back? And she does. And then she dies. And he brings her out. And like Amanda Waller, I think, said he's the only one that could have done that. There's no one else. Mm-hmm. That's why we need Batman. And then going into the new Batman, Terry McGinnis right here, voiced by Will Friedel. Good old um, uh, Lionel from the newer Thundercats. Or my favorite, Eric Matthews. Mm-hmm. More plays with squirrels. Uh, he was introduced in Batman Beyond, but he did have a comic book. He was introduced into the Batman Beyond comic back in the day. Nice. Some of the story are from that book. Bruce. I mean, damn. He's oh, man, old Bruce. and decrepit, but he's still a feisty little guy. Yeah. Even older. Older than Batman Beyond. Yep. <laughs> All right, moving on to Flash. Again, this is the Wally West. Michael Rosenberg or Rosenbaum. Now the Flash Wally West version, Kid Flash was introduced in Flash 110 in 1959, but when Wally took over the mantle, the Flash was in Crisis on Infinite Earths number 12. You see him actually don the costume, so it's pretty cool, and it leads right into his comic book start. Yeah. Some episodes with Flash, which are memorable, is um is uh, she, what was it called? Flash and Substance. Here he is just eating like a pig. <laughs> but um, oh, I'll get to that in a second. But here's here's the story arc with the whole 
death of Flash. He was actually executed by Luthor. He wasn't just like killed. He was like Luthor put a gun to his head. You didn't see it, but you, it was implied. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. how it started this whole war. Which went into their version of the the flashpoint, panic in the sky, divide that we call or divide we fall. Um, Brainiac and Luthor merged into one being. And um, basically, the Flash was the only one that could stop him. He went around so fast that he uh, he uh, went into the Speed Force. It took all of them to get him out. Good episode. Mm-hmm. That was the culmination of the that second season. Yep, yeah, season two. Yeah. Flashpoint, which had the ultimate, which we'll see here in a second, mm-hmm. and the panic in the sky. So while they're doing all this stuff, it. It was all the seven, essentially doing the fighting, and then the rest of the jail, the Justice Leaguers were fighting the Ultimate Men or Ultimate or whatever they were called, Galatea yeah. up at the Watchtower. Yeah, that was that was really really good. Another good episode was the Great Brain Robbery, where Lex Luthor and the Flash switched bodies. <laughs> I thought this was humorous. Luthor is in the Flash's body, and he goes, "Lex, you're having a bit difficult day." Hey, I can at least learn the Flash's secret identity. Takes off his mask, looks in the mirror. I have no idea who this is. (laughs) (laughs) And then you had the Flash and Lex Luthor's body trying to, you know, lead the secret society and do all this type of stuff, and he has no idea what he's doing. The cool thing about it, the nice twist is the Flash being played by Michael Rosenbaum, you know, as the Luthor from Smallville. Yeah. Nice little twist. All right. And it was, and Luthor used his powers uh, very well. <laughs> you know, probably like in ways Wally didn't even realize he could use them. Yeah. Um, we got the, the rogues here that were part of the Flash and Substance, which was another great story, emotional story. You got the Trickster, Mirror Master, Captain Cold, and Captain Boomerang. And it's Flash Day. Flash has a museum. He's asking the Justice Leaguers to show up to kind of support him, but no one shows up except for Batman and Orion. And Orion's just like, why don't you just beat the crap out of him? It's like, no, 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 no. I need to, you know. He's talking to the Trickster like, hey, you're off your meds. Why don't you finish your drink? Take your meds. Go back to jail. He's like, all right. And it brought back Mark Hamill too, who's playing the trickster. Yeah. Which I liked. Nice. It looks like Mark Hamill. <laughs> it looks like him as Cockknocker. <laughs> Cockknocker. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, man. I forgot he was in that. Yep. <laughs> we actually got to see Barry's ring. And we also got to, like, Batman and Orion got to see that. Flash can be silly, but he can be serious and he can be compassionate. Which is really badass. Hot girl. Hot girl comes back, but she doesn't wear a costume. She's just in a jumpsuit. She's in, I don't know, athletic gear. Tube top and some pants. Um, So, she's voiced by Maria Barrera. All-Star Comics 5, 1941. I do like the fact that her mace became kind of a character of its own. Uh, Wonder Woman needed it to take on Hades. She uses it, which another emotional episode, which was good, where she basically um, ends 
the life of Grundy, which is Wake the Dead. He comes back from the dead as a zombie, more powerful, everything else, but he comes to terms and she's like, okay, she's going to put him down. And this brought her back into the fold and she became a Justice Leader again. Yeah. Even though the public said, we hate you, you're a Thanagarian scum, get out of here. But her friend stood up for her. All right, Phil Lamar, which I love from Mad TV, plays Green Lantern John Stewart here. Introduction to the comics, Green Lantern Volume 2, number 87, 1971. He's bald now. Going with that stone cold Steve Austin look. Yeah, I think that looked way better. Um, this look over Justice League. Yeah. Still has that military vibe. Yeah. Um, he's got a new girlfriend, Vixen here, <laughs> which is uh, voiced by Gina Torres. Vixen's introduction was in Action Comics 521-1981. But hey, don't worry. He still has feelings for Hot Girl. <laughs> oh, this was really awkward. <laughs> and they actually worked together a couple times, and we also saw them in a cage fight, which we'll get to here in a little bit. But Hot Girl and Jon Stewart had a child. That's why John is confused. Or and actually, Hot Girl's confused. They have a child named Warhawk, which was introduced in the Batman Beyond series. His name is Rex Stewart. Played by Peter Onarati. I'm going to butcher names, dude, so <laughs> deal with it. This is the future Justice Leaguers. You can see Big Barter there. You can see the old man Static. He's one of the original JLUs that's still around. And such. And speaking of old man Static, there he is. Voiced by Phil Lamar. Introducing Static 1, 1993. And then we got one of my favorite characters in the DCU, Captain Adam. Captain Adam. Who should have been Monarch from the very beginning, not Stinkin' yep. Hawk. Yep. But um, Captain Adam is from the old. Oh shoot! I forgot now. What's the old? What's the old comic? Charlton. It was a Charlton. Charlton. Yeah, Charlton. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the old Charlton um, days. Then he was integrated into the Crisis on Infinite Earths number six, but he debuted as Captain Nathaniel Adams in his own book, Captain Adam right there that came out in 1987 great character as far as um, towing the line between military and duty and then he actually gets kind of put back into the military and kind of inadvertently working for Cadmus um, sacrifices himself a couple of times goes to battle against Superman no. here he is sacrificing himself in the very first episode of JLU and um, even Supergirl, pull the stick out, Corporal. It's Captain. Love it. Yeah, his fight with his you know, fight with Superman was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he's you know he's one of the few characters I actually think might be able to do something against Doctor Manhattan. I could be oh, wrong. Doctor, yeah. He's loosely based, or was it the other way around? I think, think Doctor Manhattan was based off of him. Yeah, yeah. it's based off of him. He's an extremely powerful character, and for a while, DC didn't know what to do with him. Yeah. But yeah, 
then my other favorite character, Captain Marvel. Yes, Shazam, but he can't call himself Shazam because he'll turn into Billy Batson. So his name's Captain Marvel. Screw you, Marvel Comics. Even though my favorite character in Marvel is Captain Marvel. So <laughs> it's funny. Which one? All right, this was a great. What? Marvel. Oh, Marvel. Okay. Yeah, Marvel. Yeah, the cancer stricken dude. Um, always liked his character. Okay, so Wiz Comics, Wiz. <laughs> Wiz Comics. Um, he is voiced by Jerry O'Connell. Wiz Comics 2 came out in 1940. This was a great, great series or episode. It's called The Clash, mm-hmm. where we get to see basically Captain Marvel take on Superman. He was going to be initiated into the JLU. Luthor set up. Superman, Captain Marvel kind of stepped in and shit went down. Yeah. yeah. Big time. Got to see that little bit of that kingdom come homage with the Shazam, oh, yeah. him holding Superman, the lightning coming down. That was really cool. Oh, yeah. Kingdom come, though, Captain Marvel whipped his ass, didn't he? Yeah. He, he was getting the best of him. Mm-hmm. This was great. I mean, even though Captain Marvel, you know, he's got the wisdom and all that type of stuff, but he is yeah. still just a kid. He loved the fact that he got to meet the JLU and all this, and but he declined. He couldn't be on a team that could jump the gun and act like Superman was doing. And yeah. I love how this the whole story arc is Cadmus versus the Justice League, manipulating everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, Captain Marvel declined. To correspond with that episode being aired, they also did a run in the comics at the same time in Action Comics, um, A26 Adventure Comics, and also in Superman, where Superman was being possessed by Eclipso, and Captain Marvel had to step in and best him. Gene Loring, I think it was. I would have to look it up, too. I think there was some type of rights issue, and that's why they couldn't use him regularly in that series. You know, they just got to use him for that one episode, but they couldn't use him uh, for more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember something about certain characters they weren't able to use as much. Um, Like, they were trying to promote a live-action TV show for someone, and that's why they couldn't use him, but it it didn't go through. And I don't know. It's odd, but... We got Hawkman, yeah. another favorite of mine, voiced by James Ramar, Flash Comics number one, 1940. Uh, this is where we got the weird, again, another love story, Shaira Hall. Um, hey, we're destined to be together. And are you the cop? Are you the prince? Are you the archaeologist? Are you some dude in a hawk costume? Um, but we got all that. Where are they from again, the hawk people? Thanagar. 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 Yeah, Thanagar. They're Thanagarians. Um, I was kind of curious, too. Um, I don't remember a lot of this, but, you know, Bruce Wayne, Clark Kent, were there any uh, episodes where these guys were, like, back to their normal selves? Or once the Justice League formed, they were basically in their superhero personas the whole time? (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, like, if actually, like, Looking like Bruce and Clark, I mean the Star Cross they had they were they had their costumes off. Uh-huh. But as far as being like the millionaire or being the reporter, yeah. Not really. Oh, no. Okay. You saw some other people like Jimmy and Lois and 
Linda Park, but yeah, no, these guys never, unfortunately. Um, good episode though. Um, confusing that they brought in John Stewart as the love triangle, like for a kid's cartoon. I mean, like, okay, so back in the Egyptian time, Hawk Girl and Hawkman, you were lovers. Oh no, she was cheating on you with this other dude. And then this other dude didn't like it. And then killed you two. And then killed you. And then you're recreating all this other crap. And then it's like, what the hell? <laughs> Just <Yeah. laughs> Confusing is all out. Is if you're a kid watching this, like, what? All right. Cool character in the show, Green Arrow. Uh, voiced by Ken Schreiner. Schreiner. More, com more fun comics, 73, 1941. He was basically the conscience of the Justice League, or that's what Batman wanted him to be. A lot of screen time. Um, had a stiffy for Black Canary. That's what pretty much got him to stay on the team. Yeah. And uh, there you go. We got to see Speedy. The thing that was nice is the fact that Teen Titans ended, and so they got the rights to put them in there a little bit, but they only used Speedy. Which was odd. Out of the whole Teen Titans. So we got Roy Harper there. Again, he came out of More Fun Comics 73, 1941. Voiced by Mark Irwin. And this was part of the great, um, another great series, or great episode, The Patriot Act, which was a nod to the Golden Age Seven Soldiers of Victory, which we'll get into a little bit. Black Canary. Not bad. So, what was her deal? She powered up or like a Catwoman type character? She was Sonic Scream. Yeah, she was a great fighter, but she had the Sonic Scream. The Canary Cry. So, yeah. Besides, you know, wearing fishnet stockings. Yeah. Of course, they fishnet stockings. Pretty. Yeah, pretty hot there. Marina Bakarin. Bakarin. Flash oh, Comics 86, yeah. What? She's the one that voiced her? Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. cool. Deadpool's lady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't know who that is. Or uh, uh, Gordon's girl in Gotham, right? Really? Yeah, that's her. Oh. Yeah. Uh, she was trained by Wildcat. Came out of Sensation Comics number one. And 1942, voiced by Dennis uh, Farina. Uh, Wildcat was a former heavyweight boxer and he was like just missed the life, so he did cage fighting. He did the meta, um, the meta fights, which was done by the meta bra, I guess is what it's called, which was done by um, roulette and sonar. And Canary wanted him to stop and he wouldn't until Arrow decided to um fake his death and then that kind of triggered him to not do it. But he, uh, Arrow, by doing that, gained more. A little more um, inches into, I guess, Canary's heart. So, hey, mm -hmm. gotta do what you gotta do. But the best episode <laughs> was when the ladies were fighting and doing the cage fighting, and we have fire taking on Canary. And Canary was had no idea what she was doing. She was tired. She had bruises, and Huntress was like, "What the hell's going on?" And then found out she's doing these cage fighting and was being controlled by Roulette. And so they got a whole bunch of the other girls to get in there. Vixen. They even got Hot Girl. And there was a nice tag team between 
Huntress and Black Canary, who don't get along at all um, against Vixen and Hot Girl. But once they finally gained control of who they were, they got to take on somebody else. That was Wonder Woman. <laughs> they got their ass handed yeah, to them. Yeah, buddy. It I was great. Their ass <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, just the look on their face was like, oh, shit. Especially Black Canary, because she knew what they were there for. <laughs> well, even Hot Girl. Hot Girl knew for, like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. And how she came out just and then when she got the she was no longer controlled and she had she was gonna smash what canary and what hot girl's heads together or someone's together. Yeah. And then she looks at him and like uh, was a vixen? I like, think what's going on? Vixen. I could be wrong, yeah. But regardless, that was that was good. All right, moving on. We got Phil Lamar again playing Steel. Came out of the Adventures of Superman 500, 1993. More of a current character, introduction character. And he became a, a leader in his own way on the Watchtower. Supergirl, carrying over from the Superman animated series. She had two costumes, um, her original look. And then she got the more color scheme of her cousin. Mm-hmm. She was voiced by Nicole Tom. Came out in Action Comics 252-1959. Same issue with Metallo. She had a good, she had a good um, few episodes. She got a clone to take on, which was Galatea, which we all know is Power Girl, and yeah. she was built by Cadmus by Hamilton. All right, so Power Girl is a clone of Supergirl. No, in, in this, this in the yeah. in the cartoon, yes. Yeah. Okay. In real life, no. She's from a different Earth, yeah. All right. or not real life, but in the comic books. <laughs> yeah, she's from a parallel reality. Yeah. Um, that episode. There's an episode where there was a future look at Supergirl dying or something to that nature, disappearing. Superheroes story arc. The which Legion. the Legion came out in Adventures Comics 247, 1958. There's only three of them at the time. Cosmic Boy, Lightning Boy, or Lightning, it should be Lightning Lad, but it's Lightning Boy at the time. And Saturn Girl. And then they and they had actually had a cartoon back in the day on Fox, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Superboy showed up. And this is where you get uh, Karate Kid, Monel, all them, Bouncing Boy. Cosmic Boy. There's Bouncing Boy right there. He bounces. Yeah, we had the silly names and the Legion. Yeah. You're telling me. Yep. <laughs> Googie Gress was the voice actor. Action Comics 276, 1961 was the introduction of the Bouncing Boy. Matter either way. And then we got Brainiac 5, which was... Uh, Matt True, Matt C. Yes. Action Comics 276, 1961 also. And he's the love interest of Supergirl. And then she she didn't die, but she got hurt pretty bad. And this is the typical DC. And even Marvel. It's kind of done a couple of this. Of the 
person holding the limp body of a fallen comrade. You've seen it on like at least a hundred issues of comics. Yeah. Batman's done it to Robin, all that Sergeant Rock. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a nice nod. Let's send that to crisis on it. Infinite earth's uh, issue seven where she dies. Yeah. And then right after that, you get to see the flash. Somebody help me. And he yeah. disappears. <laughs> and that was powerful. <laughs> stuff. That was epic. Yeah. All right, you got the Huntress. Now, the Huntress was introduced a while back, but the this version of um, it was introduced here in Huntress 1, 1989. Um, Bertinelli, the Bertinelli character. She is uh, voiced by Amy Acker. And I'll be honest, before Justice League Unlimited, I really didn't have a lot to do with the Huntress. I knew of her from like the Nightwing Huntress crossover mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and then maybe a little bit from her being Batwoman. But that was like kind of, I think, after the fact. Or maybe, yeah, that was No Man's Land. So I didn't really know too much of her. It was pretty cool. And then I had no idea yeah, about the I question. Um, me neither. But I, I, I found out that the question's such a cool character after watching yeah, yeah, Justice yeah. League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. He's voiced by Jeffrey Combs. A.K.A. Ratchet from Transformers Prime. Uh, Blue Beetle number one, 1967. So he's got like an old man kind of voice, like a crotchety voice kind of thing, like Ratchet? Uh, Not quite as crotchety as, say, like Rorschach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, exactly like Rorschach. I mean, that's who they based him off. Yeah. Rorschach was based off of the questionnaire. Yeah. 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 But man, his theories of like the crop, the crop circles were the Boy Scouts. Yeah. Or there is another flavor of ice cream and dental <laughs> floss and all this other shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, <laughs> things he's coming up with. All right, moving on. Mister Terrific takes over the um, logistics of transporting everyone to their certain destinations and such. He's voiced by Michael Peach, a newer character that was introduced in Spectre Volume Three Fifty Four, nineteen ninety seven. GSA member. Uh, we got Aquaman here from More Fun Comics 73, 1941. Scott Rummel. Didn't really see a lot of him. He was hanging out with Dr. Fate at the Tower of Fate mm. for a little bit with Amazo and Hot Girl. Actually, Hot Girl was staying there also. Speaking of Dr. Fate, there he is. Um, Oded Fier. More Comics 55, 1940. Hmm. Cool would be this. Okay, so we have the Adam showed up. Um, uh, I am Legion. Nice hiding spot. That's yeah. that's true though. They did that, which is like, <laughs> what the hell? Um, didn't think too much of it. And then I went back and like, oh my god, they really did put him in the boobs. What? Uh, so it's Ray Palmer. Um, as the Adam, he was in Showcase 34, 1961. And I think they both enjoyed it. <laughs> and the Adam was also there to help Luthor, which was a good episode too with um, the Android Amazo coming back, yeah. wanting revenge. Yeah, yeah. Got to see um, a lot of yeah. 
Yeah, he tore through all of them. <laughs> yeah, and he just basically moved Oa, but everyone yeah. thought he actually destroyed it. Let's <laughs> put it over here. Um, we didn't get to see Hal Jordan, but this was in the um, kind of the timeline story arc where Green Lantern was morphing into other characters, and we got to see Hal Jordan for a little bit. Um, so he was uh, voiced by Adam Baldwin. Showcase 22, 1959. And then we got to see Kyle Rayner, yeah. who was voiced by Will Friedel. Green Lantern, Volume 3, number 48. I got those issues. All those. Oh, yeah. I did too. <laughs> Love it. Emerald Twilight. Yep. Where right after he took on Mongol and the destruction of Coast City, huh? I think mm-hmm. Hal's going to go kind of batshit crazy. Yeah, Parallax, here we come. And give me all your rings. That's one of the pictures I love is seeing him with yep. all the rings on his hands. Like, right. oh, man. Yeah. With the smile on his face, looking yep. maniacal. Yeah. And the Guardians yeah. going to their last resort. Sinestro, we need you to kill him. Right. <laughs> that was good. So good. Speaking of the core, there they are. Decided to put him as a group because I didn't want to do individual of every single one of them, but they were showcased in Showcase 22, 1959. Mr. Miracle, I was surprised. He had quite a bit of um, some episodes, which were good. Um, Ian Grufford, 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 yeah, I don't know. Mr. Miracle, number one, 1971. Uh, cool character. And I didn't realize a lot of the apocalypse characters came out of his comic book, at least the theories, Granny Goodness and all that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even Big Barda here came out of Mr. Miracle number four. Another nice um, scene where they need to go to Apocalypse and her and um, Mr. Miracle are an item and um, they need her. Well, that that or was that a movie? I don't know. I remember her in a towel. <laughs> I think I'm thinking of a movie. My bad. That was the apocalypse. Superman, Batman. Yeah, their husband yeah, still. and wife. Pretty good. She was part of the Furies, right? Yep, she was. She was. Yeah, she was. She turned against Granny Goodness and and them. So. Yeah, I think she would like trained him. So. Yeah, she was. She was trained by them, but she turned against him. Oh, but she's a cool character. I mean, like right up there with Wonder Woman. Yeah. Superman got to hit that in the comics back in the day. He was control, <laughs> controlled by sleaze. It was a storyline that was in action comics, and uh, Superman was mind controlled. She was mind controlled, and sleaze like made a porno. Like it, um, it was like, a porno. It, yeah, 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 it was like implied. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh shit! On. Crazy. John right. Byrne. John Byrne days. What um, after crisis? <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so up next is Ron Perlman voicing Orion, New Gods, number one, 1971. I'm going to speed through some of the ones we already saw from Justice League. Fire, new character, voiced by the same gal who did Hot Girl, so Maria Barrera. Super Friends 25, 1979, was her introduction. And uh, she turned to fire, but the fire, the flames would cover her, her spots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
playing for some reason. Oh, we got Ice. Kind of her partner, but they really weren't partnered up in the show. But Justice League International 12, 1988 was her introduction. She was a non... She had a non-speaking role. Yeah. Red Tornado. Voiced by Powers Booth. Justice League of America 64, 1968. I think the only one, the only speaking was in Little Piggy, where he's saying suit to come out of hiding. But mm. a dead man. I feel a Savage. Strange Adventures 205, 1967. Another good episode. The Secret Society kills all the monks. Yeah. See, I forgot they stuffed all these characters in this show. So great. You got Booster Gold with Skeet. Yep, it says Skeet. Voiced <laughs> by Tom Everett Scott. Skeet. Booster Gold number one, 1986. Skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a great episode, the, the greatest story never told. He wanted to get into action. Wanted to be famous, wanted to be like Superman, got this nice techno suit, and he got crowd control. Yeah. That's what he got. Elongated Man had to help him, but then he was starting to bitch about Plastic Man, and then Elongated Man got to get into the fray. <laughs> but not Booster Gold. Booster Gold got to help a pregnant lady, got to save some other people, and had his own little story. But we got to see the composite, which was cool. Composite Superman back in the day from the world's finest. Uh, number 142. Oh, that was pretty nice. Mm -hmm. See that? When they were battling um, Mordru. I think it was, was Mordru. They were taking on. All right. Elongated Man here. Volume 1 of Flash, 112, 1960. Vigilante. This is the Saunders version. He is voiced by Nathan Fillion. Action Comics 42. Yeehaw. Yeah. Shining Knight. <laughs> Adventure <laughs> Comics 66, 1941. Chris Cox was yeah. the voice of him. Then this is the episode I was kind of referring to in the beginning. This is the uh, Patriot Act where they needed some superheroes to do this parade, and they got Vigilante, Shining Knight, Stargirl, Stripe, and um, Green Arrow. <laughs> and the kids were disappointed because it wasn't Superman or Green Lantern and all that type of stuff. And um, then they found out that taking on Eiling, the superpowered Eiling, that they became heroes yeah. and respected, I guess. It's funny that but, they acknowledged like their D list status and stuff, but then they gave you stories that made you care about these characters, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I did. So Eiling's like super powered. He got, they were trying to clone Doomsday and he got the serum. So he became exactly what he was trying to prevent in a way. And that was kind of the irony of the whole episode. But the guys wouldn't stop fighting him. And Green Arrow's like, I need some people here to Mr. Terrific. And he's like, I, I can send you these two. And that's it. And he sent him, what, the Crimson Avenger and freaking Speedy? <laughs> he's, he's like, you sent me Speedy, another archer, my sidekick. And all this type of stuff. And that was, it was funny. 
All right. We have Hawk and Dove here, which I thought it was a nice nod to the Wonder Years. Hawk was played by Fred Savage. Jason Hervey played Dove. Yeah. So that was that was cool. Uh, they came out of Showcase 75, 1968. And Hawk was Hawk's a douchebag. <laughs> the character, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. We got Dr. Light, Lauren Tom. Played her Crisis on Infinite Earth 4, 1985. I see Harbinger there. The Blackhawks came back this time as an old geezer. Military Comics number one back in the 1941. This guy was great. Moana Beast. Peter Onorati, Showcase 66, 1967. <laughs> what he did to Zatanna. And he was like, eyes up here, buddy. I know. Those are my legs. Eyes up here. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> she's feisty like a cheetah. He's punching a gorilla in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his name invokes terror. And only this man knows his secret. There, oh. that man. That guy right there with the arrow. I hate to be that guy. <laughs> It's a secret that he's punching gorillas. But we have Aztec here. Another newly um, character from the nineties. Came out in his own comic book, number one, nineteen ninety six, voiced by Corey Burton again. Crimson Avenger. He was voiced by Kevin Conroy, Detective Comics twenty nineteen thirty eight. Great episode when he was with Little Miss, the Little Miss Piggy episode. He's knocking door to door. goes up to the one door, knocks on it, asks the old man, have you seen this pig? He calls for his wife. Someone's here for you. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was hilarious. That stuff that they put in here. Uh, you got Dr. Midnight. Um, he did not have a speaking role. All-American Comics 25, 1941. Good old JSA character. Yeah. Jonah Hex, voiced by Adam Baldwin, All Star Comics 10, 1972. Part of the whole time, uh, once in a future thing, that was uh, the villain was Kronos. It was what was the episode called? Weird, weird Western, something. Weird Western tales. Uh-huh. Uh, I got Powell Smith. Um, I forgot his other name. We yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, Howell Smith. Howell Smith, Detective Comics, Volume 1, 1949. He was in Volume 151. Jonathan Josh. Howell Smith. El Diablo. Nestor Carbonell. All-Star Western, number 2, 1970. So pretty much they had their own little uh, uh, versions, variations of uh, the long range of Tonto and Zorro. Uh, yeah. That's what comics is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at how many like mythology figures are in comics. So just uh, sure, I'll, we'll take that idea. That works. Oh, we got Gypsy here. Uh, she wasn't voiced by anybody. Uh, Justice League of America Annual Two, nineteen eighty four. And she actually looks like a gypsy. Opposed to the Flash version. That's all good. <laughs> all cool. Uh, here's the uh, Commander Steel. Which again was in Justice League of America Annual Number 
1984. Voiced by Kevin Conroy. Good old Bats. And he was basically just like a super patriot Captain America. Yeah. This version at least was. You got Vibe here. Justice League of America Annual 2 again, 1984. He's not breakdancing though, but it's cool. <laughs> you got Red, Rocket Red, Justice League 3, 1987, non-speaking role again. Uh, he was basically just there to take on Amazo and get his ass handed to him. Yeah. Um, Crimson Fox, Justice League Europe, number 6, 1989. I love this comic book cover. <laughs> They're all in school. Captain Adams writing, I will not talk in class <laughs> on the back. Mm. <laughs> a lot of comedy back in the Giffen days. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Love that. That and Justice League, where um, Batman punches out Guy Gardner. Yeah. Cold cock to you, man. That was good. <laughs> Love that. All right, Our Man. Adventure Comics 48, 1940, JSA, non-speaking role. Sandman. Adventure Comics 69, 1941, non-speaking role. But again, you got all these in toy form. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wow. You gotta love that. Nice. That was pretty cool. Phil, uh, no, Kevin Conroy again was the Atom Smasher. JSA Secret Files and Origins number one, 1999, for the Atom Smasher character, but this is... If you know who this is, this is Nucleon, who was introduced before that in the eighties. We had the Mohawk. Such his part. I think it was, was he the Outsiders. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. uh, you got Stripe here, which is voiced by Phil Lamar. Action Comics 40, 1941. He is the stepdad of Stargirl, I think, in the series. Yeah. Something about that. Um, Special Tactics Robotic Integrated Power Enhancer is what Stripe stands for. Uh, this is not big guy for big guy and rusty. <laughs> it looks like him, but it's not. Kind of wish it was though. Uh, you got Star Girl, DCU Heroes, Secret Files, number one, 1999, voiced by uh, Giselle Lauren. I got the Nemesis. He didn't have a speaking role, but he was introduced in the Brave and the Bold. 166, 1980. You kind of see the time frame for a lot of these characters. Mm. And I missed the artwork back then. Oh, oh I like this. Pigment. Obsidian. Yeah, there's Nucleon right there. <laughs> Adam Smasher. Uh, we got Obsidian here. Good old Alan Scott's kid. All Star Squadron 25, 1983. Yeah, that's right. Him and Jay were Alan Scott's kids. Yep. Yeah, I consider myself a right DC there. guy, but there are some characters in here and on this cover. I have no idea who some of them are. Well, I go Condor. Yeah, it's Condor. And you got the old Sandman. You got the old Jade Steel. Obsidian. The, the original Green Lantern. The chick that's on the left with the blonde hair, is that Fury? Oh, oh yeah. Man. That is Fury. Yeah, uh, Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman's Daughter from what? From an alternate timeline or something? Yep. That is her. Good job. Good old Orissa. <laughs> uh, we have the Ray, 
which is based off of this version of Ray, because there's another Ray, but um, non-speaking role again, Ray number one, 1992. I wonder if this is going to go up a little bit because of the CW stuff, I doubt it. But uh, I got Starman, Adventures Comics, 467, 1980, no speaking role again. Hey, that's one of the. That's the original Starman. Uh yes. This is the one that does not have the staff. Yeah. I like okay. the other. I like the other version that they did. I think in the nineties, it might have been the late. Yeah, one. him with the black the trench coat, black costume, and the white yeah, the star. Yeah, I remember him. White star in the chest with like a red outline, a little bit like long. Red. Yeah, I don't that's what I remember. All right, okay. Yeah. He was in the no costume, just a staff. Yeah, staff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what his deal was. Okay. Oh, I might look that one up. Uh, Metamorpho here. Uh, Tom, Tom Sizemore, Brave in the Bowl, 57, 1965. Uh, Blue Devil. Uh, Lex Lang. Fury of Firestorm, 24, 1984. Ooh, it's a free Blue Devil preview pullout. Awesome. Wave Rider came out in Armageddon at 2... 2001 special number one. He's just an observer. Uh, no speaking role, unfortunately. Until he finally helped out what Superman in the Doomsday story. I love that whole uh, Armageddon 2001 storyline that introduced him. That was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Creeper coming over from Batman Animated. Showcase 73, 1968. No speaking. Roll. And they got Johnny Thunder, Thunderbolt, Flash Comics 1, 1940. Again. Uh, we have Paul uh, Gillifoyle. I guess that's his name. I can't. Warlord. As Warlord or Tom Skerritt. Uh, we have first issue special number 8, 1975. I don't know why. I think of Tom Skerritt. I mean, that's what he looks like to me. Not, I don't, not a huge fan of Warlord, but that's what I think. Uh, we have Metron, Annual Day, Kim, New Gods, Volume One, Number One, nineteen seventy-one. All right, moving into the villains. We're almost done, people. A lot of casts, good stories, good, good shit. Um, <laughs> Project Cadmus. Here's the whole Cadmus team. We got Professor Hamilton there. You recognize him from Superman animated series. Yeah. Ever since he got betrayed, or Superman went rogue. He has been scared. And good confrontation between him and um, Superman. Of uh, the whole cloning of Supergirl and you know, beating the hell out of Captain Adam and then taking him home. Yeah, so he's he was, jail justice league, leave him alone. Yeah, he was he was shit in his pants. He's like when Superman left, you saw him like wipe his forehead, <laughs> like oh <shit. laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got Amanda Waller there. Who I like the fact that Batman was able to get into her house when she was taking a shower and just like I know who you are. It's like I know who you are. <laughs> All right, so we know who yeah. each other are. Uh, you got yeah. Professor Milo there. Rich boy. No, that's not Milo. That's some strange. Hugo Strange. And then you got General Eiling, voiced by J.K. Simmons, which we'll get into in a second. And then we have Tala. Cadmus was introduced in Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, one thirty-seven, nineteen seventy. The whole concept of Cadmus. 
There's Amanda Waller. CCH Pounder. Legends won 1986. She did a good job playing her. Like her. I kind of like the who's the Waller from Suicide Squad. I think she does a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Viola Davis, I think her name is from Carol. How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah, good. Uh, here is um, Eiling. This is from the Patriot Act. He came out of Captain Adam number one. Voiced by J.K. Simmons. And then we got introduced to the Ultimate, which was kind of cool. The Ultimatum was the episode we got to see this team. I'm sure if you're a Super Friends fan, you know who they are, but the Ultimate were comprised <laughs> of Wind Dragon, Juice, Long Shadow, Shifter, and Downpour. AKA Samurai, Apache Chief, Black Vulcan, and the Wonder and Twins. Wonder Twins. <laughs> yep. And they were basically cloned. They were good, um, died, and then we found out that there's a whole crap load more of them. Yep. Became an army for this gal, Galatea. Now, she's not officially Power Girl. Um, but I just threw this in there because, I mean, come on, she looks just like her. Mm-hmm. And everything else, but Especially with the circle on the chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with the enhancement right there. Yeah. 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 Um, she's voiced by the same actress who plays Supergirl, which is Nicole Tom. All-Star Comics 58, 1976. I'm so glad I picked this up. Um, that was one of the later ones I picked up, and I thought I wasn't going to get it for cheap, but... Uh, Right when her popularity was starting to go up. Uh, here's Hamilton. He created her. Came out of the animated series of Superman. Here's the battle between them. The whole flashpoint. She kicked the crap out of Supergirl. Yeah. And then you had the battle with the Ultimate. Which was another good way to at least incorporate a lot of the Justice Leaguers. Didn't have to speak. They just went out there and fought. Mm-hmm what they needed to do. And then we were also introduced to another team for Cadmus, Task Force X. It's one of my favorite episodes. So you got Plastique, you got Deadshot, you got the Clock King, you got Captain Boomerang, you got you got Flag. Suicide Squad. Basically, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty nice. Um, and their job was to infiltrate the watchtower. And I love the scene with Deadshot um, saying something. It was Deadshot's in the elevator with Plastique and Green Lantern, John Stewart. <laughs> and so what did Deadshot... Deadshot said something about... Oh, he said his... Girl or, yeah, he said his wife was bugging him to get a Hawk Girl's autograph if he could help him out if he's seen her or something. He's like, no, I haven't seen her. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, he's like, you're such a bad man. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, we got then they're there trying to steal the Annihilator, which was part of the the um, Hawk and Dove episode with um, um, Aries with Wonder Woman back in the beginning of the season. Uh, but there's Flag, who's introduced in Brave and the Bold 25, 1959. This was also the introduction of the Suicide Squad. I'm sure that's gone up. 
Yeah, I liked when um when he met Deadshot and he told him his name and he was like Colonel Flag. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this time though, we got to see Deadshot without his costume on, which I thought was cool. Yeah. We saw him in Justice League with it on, and then this time we got to see him without it. I know it was not Will Smith. So I'm um, sorry. <laughs> Uh, Deadshot was voiced by Michael uh, Rosenbaum, a.k.a. Flash. Came out in Batman 59, 1959. Classique was voiced by Juliet Landau. Fury of Firestorm, number 7, 1982. Boy, what? Boy, talk about touchy. I can't read that. <laughs> you can't touch Pretty me. girls on the show, talk, man. Touchy. Well, there is. Um, we have Donald Gibson playing Captain Boomerang. Boomerang was introduced in Flash 117, 1960. Again, refers back to that Rogues episode, Flash and Substance. And then obviously Task Force X. This is interesting. So here's the Clock King. Came out of Batman Animated Series. They basically created him. They took the character of the Clock King, but they they totally made up his name of being Temple Fugit, which is uh, something in Latin. I forgot something about in time or something. But I thought that was interesting. Instead of utilizing a comic book established character with an origin, they created their own based off a of comic book. Yeah. And I like how they used him in that episode as a tactician. He had everything timed down to the second, you know, he, he gave them a little extra minute and a half or so in case things went haywire, you know, like he just was on top of everything. So a, a cool way to use that character that you wouldn't think they would use in a show like that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is that sparked yeah. a lot of conspiracy and doubt within the leaguers. Like, who's a spy, who's not a spy, and everyone, like, like the human work because yeah. it's not just the leaguers that are up on the watchtower it's you know they have an entire staff mm-hmm. of people and so that was it was a cool episode mm-hmm. here comes the secret society or like we like to know them as the legion of doom yes but they were never called the legion of doom unless it was done by the flash <laughs> but there's their base of operation which is kind of reminiscent of something um you had lex luthor and then you also had Grodd take over this team at one point or another and it wasn't just like it was like all the villains Grodd basically came up with we need to just we should all be here they have a league we should have a league so so you got to see a lot of the villains we got Lex Luthor here he changed up his costume instead of the purple he went with the greenish yellow color and then there he is when he's merged with Brainiac. Again, voiced by Clancy Brown. Action Comics 23, 1940. There he is with the Mazo. Wanted to be part of that. And then he turned into a hideous monster. And it's Brainiac. Mm-hmm. And I like how he could only hear Brainiac. No one else could. <laughs> so he's like, you need to do this. You need to do that. And everyone's like, who are you talking to? 
Nobody. I'm not talking to anybody. Okay, what do you got to do now? <laughs> He's like, just batshit green. It was great. Um, all right, so Brainiac here. Oh, was voiced by Corey Burton. Action Comics 242-1958. Panic in the Sky. We got to see that old school Brainiac look from like even superpowers and such. So that was nice. The funny thing is the one who helped them destroy like that that Amazo body was Amanda Waller. Um, he creates his own Justice Lords again. This is Luthor. And then so here come the seven to take on the Justice Lords and that's how we get the whole Flash and the this pretty much the story arc for the first two seasons. Then, uh, Gorilla Grodd here, Powers Booth again, Flash Comics 106, 1959. Hola, <laughs> Adam Stranger, Volume 2, number 4, 1969. Juliet Landau again, Atomic Skull, Lex Lang, Action Comics 670, 1991. Oh, I have that. <laughs> I like Lex Lang. He's a cool voice actor. Did a lot of anime. And his wife, Sandy Fox. Nice. Back in the day. Uh, we got Bizarro. George Newburn. Uh came out of Superboy. Uh, 68-1958. I got Blockbuster. Detective Comics 345, 1965. Didn't really have a lot of like speaking roles, but he was voiced by D. Bradley Baker. Which, if you're a Clone Wars fan, you know that's a clone. That's Captain Rex. Mm. Such. Uh, Cheetah. This is the Minerva version. Cheryl Raff, Ralph. Wonder Woman, Volume 2, Number 7, 1987. Copperhead again. We've seen him from Justice League, Brave of the Bulls, 78, 1968. We have Devil Ray, but we know him as Black Manta, which is funny. This book kind of carried over into Young Justice. Mm-hmm. Michael Beach voiced him. Aquaman 35, 1967. Dr. Polaris. I mean, we got a lot of villains here. Oh, Michael Rosenbaum. Uh, Rosenbaum played him. Green Lantern, Volume 2, 21, 1963, for his introduction in the comic books. Basically, it's Magneto. Yeah. Except Magneto wouldn't put a magnet on his chest. It's cost him. Horrible. I got Doctor Destiny again. Um, Justice League Volume One Number Five, nineteen sixty-one. William Atherton. Evil Seed was voiced by George Newbern again. Superman. Green Lantern Volume Two, thirty-seven, nineteen sixty-five. Starfish boy. It's weird. Heat wave. Lex Lang again. Flash 140, 1963. I do like the fact that he was introduced and he had Captain Cold in his. Mm-hmm. Which was a nice nod in the Flash series volume. What was it? Series season two? Yeah. I think they had that. Well, season one, they were, they were yeah, okay. Oh, season one was season one. Yeah. I uh, got the key. Corey Burton again, Justice League of America 41, 
has one weird ass looking collar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keyhole, but it's still weird that his head's coming out of a keyhole. <laughs> uh, KG Beast, Batman 417-1988. He didn't have any speaking roles. Killer Frost, Firestorm Volume 2, 24-1987. Voiced by Jennifer Hale. I will say I love the fact that she's a good guy because she's part of the Justice League, isn't she? So in Flash, it makes sense that she's... Uh, Livewire was voiced again by Maria Barrera, but she was introduced on Superman animated series. Ryan George was Parasite in Action Comics 340-1966 was his introduction. Oh, no, it was Firestorm, sorry. That was the other version of Parasite. Uh, Rampage here was voiced by Susan Eisenberg, a.k.a. Wonder Woman. Volume 2 of Superman, number 7, 1987. Mm-hmm. It's a cool picture of her just stepping on it. What does she have? Like Her costume is made up of a whole bunch of rings. Chains. Yeah, she, she, was wearing, she was wearing like a, a, a suit and an explosion, and that's what like turned her into that. Yeah. So she's pretty much like the She-Hulk. Yeah, kind of. you could say that. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Was it Shade? Shade, right? Uh, shade, sorry. Yeah. That was, uh, my wife was texting. Um, <laughs> yeah, Shade here was a, uh, Stephen McHattie. McHattie. That works. <laughs> <'cause we're> not... <laughs> Flash Comics 33, 1942. Hawkman's giving the, his bird the peace sign, huh? Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. As they're dropping a bomb. <laughs> and the thing down there says, keep it flying. <laughs> That's so funny. Like in the propaganda days. Uh, Silver Banshee, Action Comics 595-1987, voiced by Kim Guest. I wish she'd come back in Supergirl. I actually liked her. <laughs> thought she looked apart. Looked good. Mm-hmm. That's Banshee. Uh, Sinestro Todd, uh, Ted Levine, Levine, Green Lantern, Volume 2, seven, number 7, 1961. I wish he had more of a role, too. Yeah. Uh, okay. I skipped Sonar. Sonar is from Green Lantern, number 14. I think we saw him a couple times, but he had a major role in the whole meta fight, meta brawl episode. Uh, Sportsmaster didn't have a speaking role. But it was cool that he was in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Lantern Volume 1, number 28, 1947. I didn't know he was back in the day with the Golden yeah. Age Green Lantern. Wow. Old school yeah. character. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't know anything about Sports Master until like Young Justice. Like, oh, yeah. Was, pretty cool, was, dude. Yeah. Me either. Star Sapphire. Olivia Diabo, Green Lantern Volume 2, 16, 1962. This is the introduction of, of Star Sapphire, not Carol Ferris. She was introduced before that. And if you're watching The Flash right now, here's DeVoe. Here's The Thinker. Came out in All-Stars. Number 12, 1943. <laughs> no speaking roles. 
curious to see how that's going to play out in the flash. Mm-hmm. I will say that the thinker's a douche. <laughs> I've calculated everything. You can't do anything against me. Oh, you can't. No, you can't. Yeah. Boy Man's back. Bud Court, Action Comics, 64, 1943. Number 4, Volcana, we saw before. Introduced in the Superman animated series. Oh, the Weather Wizard is back also. We saw him in Justice League. Went a rifle through these. I heard something. Captain Cold. Captain Cold? Captain Cold was introduced in Showcase 8, 1957. Lex Lang again. Airmaster. Lex stands mm-hmm. off. Flash 105, 1959. I will admit, I like the rogues for Flash. Mm-hmm. Over the top, huh, tough, uh, but not <laughs> bad. Got the trickster back, Mark Hamill, Flash 113, 1960. Doomsday. Doomsday was in that sanction, Doomsday sanction, which was good. Yeah. Couldn't kill him again. Superman tried to lobotomize him, but he knew he learned from the Justice Lord Superman that that ain't going to work. Yeah. And they sent him to the Phantom Zone. Uh, Superman, Man of Steel, 18, 1992 was the full appearance of Doomsday. Cameo appearance in number 17. Brimstone here, Legends number one. 1986. Who's a cool dude? Actually, did they? Yeah, I have the build a figure. Just wondering, he was part of the Superman, Batman, Public Enemies. Series okay, we got Mongol, yeah. Eric Roberts, DC Comics presents 27 1980, Aries, Michael York, Wonder Woman Volume 1, 1942, <laughs> about Cersei, Rachel York. I don't know if they're related, but she was Wonder Woman Volume 137, 1949. We got Board, Bordro. Adventure Comics 3069, 1968. A lot of good characters. Hades came back. And it was a nice episode because it Wonder Woman really didn't like Hot Girl anymore. And then till this episode, and no. they kind of partnered up and put their differences behind them. Yeah. And Hot Girl was f- fully back into, into the fold. So it was pretty cool. Is that the episode um, you, f- you found out, like, the result also, like, of the vote, right? Like, if you found out, like, that they had voted to keep her, but she had decided to leave. I think it was that same. I, did they actually reveal it? I think they did, yeah. I think, like they said, okay. Super- Superman was, like, the deciding, like, vote, like, to keep her, you know? Yeah. I never knew they revealed it. I know Starcross, they voted, and she took office. I don't care. I don't uh-huh. even know. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I do remember something because Wonder Woman said something about how the vote and all that. But yeah, I may have to go back and watch that. Felix Faust here saw him before. We have the guy that was trying to take over Warlord's little savage land, which essentially what it was. Um, yeah, this is. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what this guy's name is. What's his name? Diamos. Came out of the first special issue, number eight, 1978. What a great name. Let's see, what, what should be our next comic book? Uh, let's call it First Issue Special. 
that's good. That's a good title. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm Italo. Saw him before. Again, came out of the same issue of Supergirl. Malcolm McDonald or McDowell. Morgan Le Fay. She's actually wearing the mask now instead of in Justice League. She didn't. And there's her son, Mordred. There's a prick. <laughs> but good episode. She takes and even though he's an old, decrepit man, she still takes care of him. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Olivia Diavo uh, voiced her. And she's from Demon Volume 1, number 1, 1972. We have Peter McNichol as Kronos, Adam 3, 1962. You know, I kind of miss the old school days of the elaborate. I mean, they're, they're kind of genius of trying to kill your nemesis, your superhero nemesis. Like here we have the, the Adam on a wristwatch. A couple of more minutes, Adam, and bang, your time will be up. I mean... <laughs> you know, like the 66 Batman stuff or the Batman animated stuff where like the Joker Riddler's got you and it's like some kind of trap, you know? Yeah. They got implemented again. Here's Roulette. Um, Virginia Madsen, which I think was kind of cool. I think she was in Candyman. Some other stuff too. Uh, JSA Secret Wars number two, uh, 2001. was Roulette. So she was in the episode? Yeah, she was doing the whole fight club. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. She was, she was. Come on, Trance. God, has it really been 10 years since this has been on? <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, Shadow Thief. James Romar played the Shadow Thief, which he also played Hawkman. I know, it's boring, Charles. We're getting there. Brave in the Bowl, 36, 1961. Speeding through, here we go. Gentlemen Go, Splash Comics 88, 1947, which was also in the Hawkman episode. Since he is a one of his kind of rogues. Oh, we have Steven Mandragora, Black Lightning, number one, 1977. Which was a good episode. This is the one that the Huntress wanted to kill this guy, and then she finally had a change of heart because he was trying to get his daughter. Mm-hmm into the country and all that. It's very interesting. Uh, Vermin Vondabar, Mr. Miracle Volume 1, number 5, 1971. Artie Johnson was the voice actor. And now, towards the last part, we have Michael Ironside playing Darkseid again. Darkseid. Forever People, number 1, 1971. You got to see him in his new costume because he he's back. Um, the Secret Society essentially came across him and this leads into the last episode, final battle, called Destroyer. Uh, Calabac, again, uh, Michael Dorn, Dwarf, New Gods, number one, 1971. Mantis, played by J.K. Simmons, which was odd. Uh, Forever People, number two, 1971, took on Captain Adam in the episode where Captain Adam turned to Cadmus. Any goodness, Ed Asner. That's... Funny. <laughs> uh, Mr. Miracle Volume 1, number 2, 1971. That was weird. Is like, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. And then we have her Furies, which we have Stompa here. 
which is from Mr. Miracle number 619. They're all from Mr. Miracle number 6, 1972. So I'm just going to go Stompa. Mm-hmm. We have um, Mad Harriet, the leader, Lashina. Mad and um, there's one. And then we're missing one, which was uh, Bernadette. And then we got the last battle, Destroyer, where we got to see the villains, the Secret Society, team up with the Justice League to take on the invading army from Apocalypse, all the parademons. And so we have Batman back-to-back with Lex Luthor. Luthor offers him his, his extra sidearm, and he declines, which was good. <laughs> see, mm-hmm. Batman declined to take a gun. Mm-hmm. Justice League, it's like, give me a gun. <laughs> See, but that was one of those like little alien blasters, though. Does it count? (laughs) 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 Uh, If you want to go that way, I guess. Still, (laughs) vaporize somebody. He did seem disappointed when it ran out of juice, though. He's like, "Oh crap!" Mm. Um, um, This old dude right here is Martian Manhunter. He showed up to help out Diana, and it was pretty cool to see him back in the fold. Um, you get to see the rest of that. I mean, you get to see every character. Uh, Giganta teamed up with Green Lantern Flash, and which was a nice nod to the original Justice League with Flash and Green Lantern. But this was a cool scene. Superman, Darkseid, obviously are going to be the ones fighting. But Darkseid had Superman on the ropes for a little bit. Batman comes in, gets a little drop kick on Darkseid. <laughs> Darkseid gets pissed off. Here comes the Omega Beams, and here's Batman running for his life. <laughs> this is when Batman submitted his status as Mary Sue. <laughs> yep. And if you've seen some of the comic books, the one story arc, he did get vaped by Darkseid. Yep. I remember correctly. Yep. But here he um, sacrificed a parademon to save him. <laughs> and uh, we know that Superman had a great battle with Darkseid. He finally said to him, I can finally let loose. I don't have to be careful anymore. And you get to see like the windows pop and everything else. The sonic boom. I mean, it's just like, holy crap. Superman's been holding back for a while. Uh, but it wasn't enough. Um, Darkseid was able to subdue him. And it took Lex Luthor in his business suit <laughs> to come and take out Darkseid with the what? Trent's? The anti-life equation. Yep, exactly. I'm sorry, equation, my bad. Yeah, well, we got it. But yeah, and then they disappeared. And then they had a nice little nod at the end where the secret society is like, okay, so now what? Okay, get back in your cells. And like, what? We just helped you save the world. <laughs> All right, we'll give you what? What was it, like a five, ten-minute head start? Yeah. And then you get to see all the leaguers running down the stairs. And then at the very end, you got to see the Trinity. Uh, Superman, Batman, and yeah. Wonder Woman. So that's it. That's Justice League Unlimited. If you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend watching it. Um, you'll get to know characters outside of you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Um, most of the stories are based off of, if not all of them, are based off of a comic book story arc. So, and again, they they, they have everything you want. Yeah, good writing. DC fan, great fan service. You know, 
It was yeah, a great definitely. Series. One of the best, yeah. probably like animated series to this day. It's one of my top. Yep. Um, they were talking about or at least Kevin Conroy and I know Susan Eisenberg have been asked at numerous cons about whether or not they will come back for a reunion movie. Yeah, and they're game for it, but it's just they they don't know yet. But it yeah. would be cool. They should do it. They should do it. Like just like they kind of released this um, Batman, like in Harley Quinn film, right? Like that takes place like in the animated series continuity, right? Like they could always do do a one shot flick. You know? Yep. Yeah. They could go back. I mean, there was supposed to be a movie to bridge the gap between Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Um, but mm-hmm. then they they changed it up and it became the Justice League Crisis on Two Earths. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I, I love that one. They could come back and try and do that again. Yeah. But that's about. Oh, did you finish it? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I would assume Alex. you would have. We've been going for a while. That is. Yeah. Oh, nice. rock. Yep, I like that. Catch him nice. with all the nice. That's the gun to Waltz. Was yeah, that from yeah. A, was that in the regular series? It was. Uh, this is just. I mean, it's, it's like here's the movies, and then they all have new costumes, kind of thing. Yeah. So this is the endless waltz version of Heavy Arms, and I did the uh, endless waltz version of Sandrock like two nights ago. Oh, Heavy Arms. Okay. Does Sandrock come did, with the cape? Yeah. I mean, you have oh. to. It, it looks. It looks pretty good. You have to really rough it up to make it fall naturally, because right it comes flat and folded so and the kit's like 20 years old so yeah hmm. that's cool who was heavy arms as pilot again troa barton troa oh, okay, Troa. okay yeah. it's my hair's namesake <laughs> yeah true <laughs> i remember that yeah, the the funniest part about this kit is that it, like these all come with the little figure, the not to scale figure that's unpainted for no good reason, and um, so there's the the Troa, and it's actually two pieces because there's oh, him, yeah. and then there's his hair extension. His hair extension. <laughs> <laughs> so to build him, you have to put his hair on him. That's cool. Nice. One of the most non-talking pilots. Ever. It's true. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the sh- came with the pilot. Maybe only the the high-grade ones do. I don't think the MG bothers giving you a pilot. But the uh, the the shroud for Sandrock is pretty cool. It's um, I can't decide if I want to display him with that though because I didn't really buy it to have a. Uh, a cloak, a head, and two swords sticking out, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's great that it comes with it. That's a great feature. Cool. All right, so I guess that's it for the show. Uh, Blast of the Past, Just the Unlimited, good show. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to say on it. So, hopefully, enjoyed. <laughs> Next time, you're gonna have to just. Put up each character and then have me try to name it. <laughs> there you go. Give everyone <laughs> a different weird name based on what it looks like. <laughs> I am totally going to do that if I do a Dragon Ball segment. I'm going to try and get Brian to like, okay, who's this person? Yeah, yeah. And not, not a good <laughs> 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 Or 
Red dude with weird hair. Same guy with yellow hair. No. Same guy with yellow hair with more hair. No. That's not okay. Uh, but yeah. most of the Justice League in, uh, knowledge I have is from like the Lego Batman movies. So <laughs> I know Gentleman Ghost. I know uh, Clock King. Yeah. And a few other ones. All right, yeah, I guess that's it. So let's um get into some outros and uh, we can talk off air or whatever else comes to mind. Charles, you there? Gonna hear you. Uh find me on uh Twitter and Instagram at Optimus for Prez. Cool. And we have Bricks on the dollar. Hey, find me everywhere at Bricks on the Dollar and go check out Building Up to It as well as Stasis Lock. They're both uh, on my YouTube channel as well as on iTunes. Yes. And Eric and BX. What's up, guys? Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Harrick and BX. And uh, catch the ROC Hangout every single Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel, iTunes, and uh, Google Play through Podcast Addict. So you could hear us through there as well. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. Thanks for being on, man. Trent, where can we find you? Find Trent by Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find me, Victory Saber 77 on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, don't forget, Cool Table Network. Check out all the, all the shows. Um, I have links in the descriptions to the YouTube channels. But um, again, like what Jose said, iTunes or whatever you use to um, listen to podcasts and such. So go subscribe, like. Um, Titty smack that like button, I guess. <laughs> uh, and uh, five-star ratings, all that type of stuff. And don't forget ETR this Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Roma Collectors YouTube channel. Don't forget, go to the Roma Collectors website. Get yourself a new beanie with the new logo right there. Nice. And other merch also. Um, that's it. That's all I got. I should, I should push the button. <laughs> push, 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 push the button. Push the button. Push it real good. <laughs>